This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. And today is Wednesday, March 18th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Pennsylvania Task Force 1 has deployed crews to set up at Citizens Bank Park. Two tractor trailers were being unloaded yesterday, and tents with P, uh, PATF-1 written on top uh, were being raised. The Pennsylvania Task Force 1 is one of 28 operational and deployable groups established by FEMA that can respond to a disaster. The sports complex is one of the uh, sites being considered considered by officials as the coronavirus testing location. The city of Philadelphia is working with the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania to stand up stand up testing sites for COVID-19 coronavirus. Details about the sites are still being finalized to ensure the safety of everyone, anyone being tested and the staff that will work them, a city spokesperson said. For neighbors, this is creating quite a bit of anxiety, as you can imagine. Uh, the city hasn't confirmed that testing will take place at the center being created at the ballpark, but something is certainly happening there as they set up. Uh, the city of Philadelphia says as of Tuesday at 1 p.m., uh, there are 18 reported cases of the coronavirus in the city. So I was watching a lot of uh, stuff on this, just trying to uh... Uh, you know, see how things are progressing. And it was actually bizarrely comforting to see all the stuff in place and all the plans they have for, <clears throat> for example, medical vessels, military medical vessels, and uh, using hotels that aren't being used if there is an overflow. They have to work from a worst-case scenario back. We're not at worst-case scenario, but it's always good to be prepared and to see them starting to do things like this. Actually, I know people get nervous, but it should be a sign of, okay, things are moving in the right direction. You mentioned hotels. Are hotels open? I, you know, that's I a know. good question, Kathy. So. At least in some cases, with occupancy down and stuff like that, they were talking on a national level and talking about things with, with FEMA and, uh, you know, just in case. But they are, believe it or not, they're even talking about using uh, cruise ships that aren't being used if it was to get that excessive. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jeez. Thousands of workers are now eligible for unemployment due to the coronavirus outbreak, and states are making changes and accommodations to expedite benefits. Plus, the feds have announced a plan to send cash to Americans immediately. The announcement came from the White House Tuesday in hopes of simulating the economy and helping workers whose jobs have been disrupted. Americans can expect the first check of at least $1,000 to go out by the end of April if Congress approves the proposal the White House pitched to Senate Republicans. The official said the size of the check would depend on where we set the income cap for eligibility. A second check would go out two months later if the national emergency continued. U.S. Treasury Secretary announced the payments owed to the IRS will be deferred interest-free and penalty-free for 90 days. All you have to do is file your taxes. You'll automatically not get charged interest and penalties. On the state level, unemployment compensation offices are being pounded by a wave of applications. New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy said we saw a record number of unemployment insurance applications Monday, so many, uh, so many that the state system crashed. Fortunately, the New Jersey system is back up and running. Pennsylvania has made some changes to unemployment compensation. Previously, there was a waiting week, meaning you weren't eligible for benefits during your first week of unemployment. That waiting week has been suspended. Work search and work registration requirements are also temporarily waived, which means you are not required to prove that you applied or search for a new job to maintain your unemployment benefits. Many stores are making adjustments to help accommodate older shoppers in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic. Starting on Wednesday, all Whole Foods stores will serve customers 
customers uh, who are 60 and older one hour before opening to the public. The age mm. bracket is considered among the most vulnerable for COVID-19. The special hour allows seniors to shop in less crowded conditions as they would inside the store before any other customers. I think you're going to see every every chain follow suit. Well, on they that. are, yes. It, it's a they great idea. Are, yeah. It's a great idea. Mm-hmm. The exact store hours depends on the location. So Giant has also modified its hours starting on Thursday. All Giant stores will be open from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m., allowing teams more time to sanitize, stock shelves, and unload deliveries. The first hour of operation between 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. would be reserved for customers 60 and older. How soon before they arrest someone in old age makeup? <laughs> well, yeah. they, trying to sneak in. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they actually addressed that. Yeah. Um, not, not the old age makeup, but showing ID right, <laughs> if yeah. you were to go. Uh, <laughs> I'm 111. So Giant says, although team members will not request ID for entry, the company asks its customers to please respect the purpose of the early opening yeah. and to do the right thing for your neighbors. Target, Stop and Shop, and Dollar General are among other stores who have made adjustments to help at-risk shoppers. When you were out, uh, Preston, we had uh, Dr. Mike on, and he sort of uh, quoted, uh, you know, uh, Apollo 13 and said, in in a way, with you hear stuff like this and adjustments being made and people trying to pitch in and help, that this could be our finest hour. And I, I think that's that's a good thing to think about and see all the, the, the ideas that are going to help, especially senior citizens. I was watching on the news the other day, people in, in, in neighborhoods that know of senior citizens that are going around and making sure that they're okay and doing shopping for them. Checking on them. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, it, I, it was so inspiring to see that. Yeah, I saw that as well. Some people actually went grocery shopping for uh, some elderly people who didn't want to leave the house, and, you know, they yeah, shouldn't. But, but right. this, this hour ahead of time, so in the morning, there a lot of stores are opening up, uh, giving an extra hour for people 60 and older to go and shop. I think it's a great idea. All right, let's do sports this morning. Durant is among four Brooklyn Nets players to test positive for coronavirus. In an interview with The Atlantic, Durant said that he is feeling fine and not showing any symptoms. The Nets did not identify any players and said that of the four players, only one is exhibiting symptoms. All four are isolated and undergoing medical care uh, Medical care from team physicians, uh, the team said in a statement. Tom Brady will be leaving the New England Patriots in a series of posts is on Instagram. He announced that he is ending his 20-year run with the only NFL team he has ever played for. In his post, he wrote, although my football journey will take place elsewhere, I appreciate everything that we have achieved and I'm grateful for the incredible team accomplishments. Last night, it became apparent that Brady intends on signing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. There is no signing date or announcement officially set up, but according to several reports, Brady's expected to be a Buccaneer. And the Eagles will not pick up the club option on safety Malcolm Jenkins, signaling the departure of one of the most important players for the team over the last six years. What the f*** is this? The team said in a statement, Malcolm Jenkins has been an outstanding player for us, and we are proud of everything he accomplished both on and off the field during his time in Philadelphia. The Eagles had until yesterday to exercise the option, which would have paid him $7.6 million this season. Jenkins made it clear earlier in the year that he wanted a pay raise and wouldn't play in Philadelphia under his current contract. And that is what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. Real quick, uh, the, the hotel thing. Rob is a truck driver and uh, wants to comment on that. Hey, Rob, good morning, sir. Hey, what's up, bitches? Hey, bitch. All right, so you can speak firsthand on hotels, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't want to speak firsthand, but uh, my company, I'm a, I'm, a, um, I'm a regional truck driver, and I stay... Um, I stay in hotels Monday through Friday. So, but I had, you know, I was talking to them guys and they're losing a lot of business. 
Um, so, like, so, so uh, is, it, is it your understanding, Rob, that the hotels are open? Because if you're saying truck drivers are staying, are currently staying. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. okay. So that's the case. You. All right. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, and and I talked to some of my other drivers, and uh, I used to deliver frozen food, and I know these guys are very busy. So. Well, that's. Yeah, that's I mean, that's. That's, That's part of the chain. Time. Yeah, yeah, because cause if, yeah. you're, if you're not able to go, if, obviously, we, and we've been commenting and complimenting the, the, the truckers for getting the stuff out there and moving stuff along and getting stuff to stores, and you have to oh, rest, and so that's, that's part of the chain. So if the hotels are open, that's a good I thing. I take Pineville into my rooms, and I nuke everything. <laughs> good, good man. Good, good man. Yeah, literally. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm even helping the hotels, like, when I go in, like, handles and stuff. I, I'm, like, spraying the stuff. I got a bottle in my hand. I'm like, squirt, squirt, you know. Right down the line. I'm like, I'm helping nice. the Good for you, and thank right, you for Rob. what you're doing, man. Thanks, dude. All right, man. Good to hear you guys back on. Thank Appreciate you. it, brother. All right. Well, uh, welcome to midweek, a Wednesday morning. A couple things we do on Wednesdays. Fox, good day. We'll check on those guys because we get close to 8 a.m. Uh, we also have a secret text word today. We're giving away Bezos beer for you, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have a case of Sly Fox Pikeland Pilsner, so why not? Text the word secret to 39333. Later on, we'll ask you to call in with that word, and the designated caller gets a case of beer. Pretty sweet deal. And this, we'll this also there. randomly give away uh, one as well to a uh, random texter. I'm so, sorry. Sorry to jump in there, but at this point, that could be considered medicinal as well, right? Hell yeah, yes, yeah. it is. You're damn right. I took some medicine last night. Did you? I did. What was your medicine of choice? Uh, it was Corona. Was it? Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. In of course your it fa- was. Yeah. In your face, uninformed. <laughs> it was for uh, St. Patrick's Day. No, was, I had a case of Corona sure. in, in the fridge, so I dove into it, but I was wearing my Guinness jersey. Uh, while I was drinking yeah, that in honor of St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, so, of course. Uh, nonetheless, but yes, we'll, we'll, we'll have your chance to come get you medicine. Yeah. Text the word <laughs> secret to 39333. <laughs> All right, I have a whole host of entertainment stories that I want to get to, so All we right. should go ahead and take a break. And also, I want to remind you, today we try it. The Great Experiment, March Sadness. Can we create a sporting event when yeah. you're not supposed to be participating in sports right now? We think so. Yeah. And we'll be carrying it live on the air. We hope so. <laughs> uh, and uh, we'll also have a chance for you to be able to see this visually. And we're spanning the nation while we do that this yeah. morning. See how excited people are? Our in-studio audience are very happy. All right. So we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll give that a shot. We're going to do that a little bit after 8 o'clock, by the way. But, uh, yes. And if you've been dying, if you're if you're a uh, fanatic in the, in the world of sports betting, we'll have your chance to place a wager this morning. Not with us. No. You're going to find somebody to bet with. But there will be a sporting event on the air this morning live. Uh, so make sure that you're a part of that. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Skip the trip to the store and get your groceries delivered with Acme. Get everything you need. Milk, fresh produce, bottled water, and more delivered right to your door. It's fast and super easy. Order online at shop.acmemarkets.com and get free delivery with your first online order. Carefully picked, conveniently delivered with Acme, your favorite local supermarket and the official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So the stupid question prize this morning, case of Sly Fox Pikeland Pills. We've got a lot of this. They're a beer a month, so we're happy to give that to you. Question, I did not know this one. Uh, the answer to this one, what actor played the first 
openly gay teen character on television back in 1992 on the ABC soap opera One Life to Live. Huh. It's a well-known actor, and I did not know this. Played so, an openly gay teen. The first openly gay teen character on television. Huh. Back in 1992 on the ABC soap opera One Life to Live. I thought the first one was on um, uh, My Soul Called Life. There was an openly gay character, and that was one of the first. Soap had Billy Crystal. Yeah, but he was wasn't a teen. But he was wasn't he? a teen. It's oh, a that's teen right. Okay, yes. yeah, yeah. All right, so... What? First openly gay teen character was on, so we narrowed it down. It's on One Life to Live in 1992. Huh. What what famous actor huh. uh, portrayed that? 215-263-WMMR portrayed that character. All right, so today is Wednesday, March 18th. Um, a lot of birthdays today. Uh, Vanessa Williams celebrates her birthday today. She's uh, 57 years old. Still uh, very attractive. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought she was She was Miss America, right? She was. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she was a stunning Miss America. Very much And so. deserved to win. Yeah. Um, and, and, and in fact, she even deserved an extra bonus prize after those pictures surfaced. She did. Yes, he should have given her <laughs> a bonus like, prize. We're calling you back. I know you're going to have to let me go. Right? No, we're yeah. giving you another trophy. Yeah, she's. I, I had a thing for her for a long time. She's 57 today. Casey's looking for a song. But no, I, no, I, I found it. It's just, uh, you know, there's just another thing that's not working this morning. Yeah, we're having some technical glitches. Uh, Adam Levine of Maroon 5 fame and The Voice is 41 years old today. No longer on The Voice, right? No. Yeah. Um, And I'll tell you what, I was quick to dispense Adam Levine. I'm not the biggest Maroon 5 fan, but then I've seen him at various things play the guitar and sing. And like at a Beatles tribute... He's really good. Yeah, he's, he's super he, talented. He's a good musician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, I'll give him that. Yep, he's 41 today. Actor Brad Dorif yes. uh, is 70 years old today. I um, just watched the original Child's Play, Preston. Oh, did you? Yes. Chucky. I saw it was on the other day. It's good. Is it? It's good. Okay. Yeah. He's, right. You know what makes it? There's, there's a scene where they're, they're going up in the elevator, and he's trying to get to kill the kid in the original one. Chucky's the doll. Yeah. And and the, and the woman looks back, and she goes, oh, some child left their doll here. And the husband says, just leave it. The kid will come back for it. And she goes, oh, my God, that's a horrible-looking doll. And as the things close, you hear, F you. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and I tell you what, the first time you see Chucky, like, with that scowl and yeah. he's cursing, you effing bitch and all this, it is so funny. It's great. It's hilarious. And that's a lar- in large mm-hmm. part to his performance. Yep. Uh, but also One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and uh, Dune and Deadwood. He's been in a ton of stuff. He's 70 today. Irene Cara, the singer, fame. You want Flash fame? Dance. Yeah. Uh, she, she was the, she was, I think... She was a real breakout star from that movie because she was um, she sang the theme song and ended up having a hit record out of that big time. And and, and, and so both fame and flash dance, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she's sixty one today. Uh, Queen Latifah, one of the lamest interviews we've ever had on this program, and I liked her so much too. Yeah. And I was really looking forward to talking to her. But Casey seems to think, and I think he's right. She probably didn't even know. Like, a, the, like she had interviews set up and probably mm-hmm. didn't know, and she was flat out asleep when we had spoken she was. to her. Yeah, yeah it was, was, it was frustrating. I want to give her the benefit of the doubt because it, I, I agree with you, Press. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. She's uh, yeah. she's not a bitch. She's all that she bag be. of chips. Yeah. Uh, so she, <laughs> she is 50 today, so a big birthday for her. Uh, another friend of ours, Dane Cook, yes. has a birthday today. One of the funniest in studio times was during Drunk Day. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> That's when he kept saying to intern Julie, shut <laughs> up. She totally listened to him. Not, not at all. And he was hilarious in the way he was attempting to handle her. Yep. He wouldn't even look at her. No. He would just no. look straight ahead. She's off the stage. Shut up. 
He's forty-eight. I don't <laughs> think I, he. I don't think he drinks. I'm not really sure about that. I could just be talking out my no, ass. I feel like I, I remember right. that case. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. Uh, we also have Lily Collins. Lily, Lily, Lily legs, Lily. Daughter of Phil Collins. And Phil Collins, Phil. <laughs> Philly, Phil, uh, Phil, drummer Philly, Phil. She's got those really uh, pronounced eyebrows. Lily, Lily, Lily legs, Lily. They work on her, though. She has yeah, beautiful eyes. She does have beautiful eyes. Why did we have her in studio? Lily, she was promoting a movie, movie, movie. I don't know what movie it was. She was in The Blind Side. I do know that. The Mortal Instruments case? That's what it was. Mortal Instruments. Lily. She's 31 today. Hey, Jeffrey Owens, the actor, you remember he had a return to fame because he was at, he was bagging groceries. Yeah. And he he was on the Cosby Show. He played Elvin on the Cosby Show and hadn't worked in a long time. Had to make ends meet. Was bagging groceries. Yeah. Some tabloid took a took a picture of him yeah. and, and, and basically shamed him right? in a mocking way. Yeah. Here's a guy trying to make ends meet, and subsequently Tyler Perry saw this. Yeah. And gave him work. Rob McElhenney gave him work. Was he? He was in Mythic Quest. He, I, was. he was in at least one episode of Mythic Quest. Yep. And he was on It's Always Sunny as well. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, he's uh, celebrating his 59th birthday to thing uh, today, and I hope things are going well for him. Uh, Jerry Cantrell of uh, Alice in Chains. He's a talent, man. Yeah. That guy, you know, I mean, it's very rare that uh, in a band, obviously Lane Staley passed away several years ago, but uh, in a band where you have a really good front uh, lead singer, that the the second guy can also uh, shine. And he's, he's you know, the, the focus of, of the songwriting came from Jerry Cantrell, but... Uh, not only a great guitar player, but his backup vocals and, and lead vocals are fantastic. He's just a really great, well-rounded musician. Uh, and he celebrates his uh, 54th birthday today. And uh, Casey, I know you're gesturing with yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Marissa. Oh, I got you. Do you have that? I, no. You don't have the jingle? <laughs> no, I do. It's just... You oh, can't right. play an problems. that doesn't okay. work. Uh, from South Jersey, Jeff Labar of Cinderella. Pets Thank you. That's what Pets I wanted. Pets Pets <laughs> That's a good Tom Kiefer case. Thank you. Thank you. That's not bad at all. I think there was a girl that was murdered at the top of Pat's Jelly Dogs. What? Yes. I believe that. Have we ever heard this story before? I'm glad it was introduced to us in song. (laughs) Yeah. It kind of took the uh, the, the heat off a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) At some point in either the late 70s or early 80s. Something happened at the at the um the second floor of Pat's Chili Dogs. It happened on the roof of Pat's <laughs> Chili Dogs. It was a warm August afternoon. Everyone was enjoying their hot dogs, some with mustard and some with ketchup. Scarcely anyone attending Pat's that day thought something nefarious was about to happen. I'm Keith Morrison. <laughs> Pat's Dogs. Pat's Chili Dogs. <laughs> One of my favorite moments concerning that particular jingle was at the uh, the Cardboard Classic one year. A group had a sled that was, I guess it was a Patch Chili Dog sled. And I don't remember if Jackie was spinning the music or if it was Brent, but they had worked it out. They had coordinated when that sled came down that they, they played the Patch Chili Dog theme from Cinderella. It was Awesome, and I don't know who all picked up on it, but I did, and I was I was very happy. Imagine at that time, one of your favorite bands doing yeah. a commercial. Like that, it would be like Rush yeah. doing a commercial yeah. for like Rita's. Yeah. You know, 
So Jeff Labar is 57 today. So happy birthday. Yeah, I'm so I'm we're working on this. Right, case. One right. more while you're. Oh working. yeah, yeah. Kimo team it in. Oh, your Philadelphia Flyers. Worldly known good guy. The original. Yeah, oh, is, is he, he the original? He's the OG. Guy? Yeah, <laughs> the original worldly known good guy. <laughs> That was a the, the, the OG that yeah. WKGG. Yeah. You know him. Really, really, really known, known good, good guy. guy. Yeah. You go to any spot on the globe and they'll say, oh, yeah, he's good. Yeah. W- WGG. I'm writing that down. Okay. WKGG. Well, hang on a second, person. I might have. Nope. Never don't mind. worry about it. Don't tease me. I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't want to hear it now. Put, put your top back on. I'm going to go to the phones and see if we can get an answer. By the way, Held is a uh, keyboard. Oh, he's 45. Today. All right, 40. Wow. Yeah. Okay, nice. All right, let's see if uh, we can get this answer. What actor played the first openly gay teen character on television back in 1992? It was on the ABC soap opera One Life to Live, and I will go to Bob. Hi, Bob. Good morning. Virus? We ain't got no stinking virus. Wow. <laughs> Very well done. All right, Bob, do me a favor. Tell me what actor it was, please. Is it Ryan Philippe? Yeah, Ryan Philippe, yeah. <laughs> Hang on a second, Bobby. We're going to give you a case of beer, my man. We got a case of Sly Fox Pikeland Pills, a classic Pilsner brewed with German and Czech hops for a crisp, dry beer that pairs well with any springtime get-together. All Sly Fox uh, uh, tap rooms are open to provide beer and food to go, by the way. So they want to put that word out. Yes, Case? So do you remember that? It was a made-for-TV movie with Scott Bayo called The Truth About Alex? I do. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that doesn't qualify as far as your what you're, what you were asking in your question, right? First no, series. Series, right? Right, okay. right. Is right. that what you said, Preston? Uh, let me go back into the trash. It says here... Would I have to play the first openly gay teen character? Yeah, I guess he was so closeted. Alex was in the closet. Yeah, right. So there uh-huh. you go. Yeah. All right. Um, we're going to get into the entertainment news. Obviously, the coronavirus is uh, is taking the, the headlines in the world of entertainment as well. So we'll start there um, with a few people who have come out and said that they, they have indeed tested positive. Uh, actor Christopher uh, Heavesu. Now, you may not know him if you did watch Game of Thrones. He played Tormund Giants Bane. On Game of Thrones, Steve, he's a big, like, barbarian. Oh, was he? Huge yeah. red beard. He's a, he was a fan favorite for sure. Huh. Um, he's the latest to test positive. Uh, he shared the bad news on Instagram, uh, saying that he's self-isolating. He wrote, uh, we're in good health. I only have mild symptoms of a cold. There are people at higher risk for this virus who might be a devastating diagnosis. So I urge all of you to be extremely careful. Wash your hands. Keep one to five meters distance. Uh, from others, go in quarantine. <sighs> the please. metric system. I know. Now we got to think. God damn it! Uh, please take care of each other. Keep your distance and stay healthy. He says. Uh, and also, uh, multiple movies and shows have been put on hold and so forth. Oh, another actress, uh, a woman named Rachel Matthews. She is from Frozen Two, and she played Honey Marin. And I don't remember who that is. I only saw the movie one time. She's joined the the list of stars, including Tom Hanks, Rita Wilson, Edris Silva who attested positive. Uh, she, like others, uh, is telling fans she's going to stay in quarantine, so she's giving the okay by doctors. Now, uh, donations are starting to come in, and celebrities obviously have a lot of influence, and they're trying to inspire others to do yes, yes. similarly. Uh, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively have donated a million dollars split between uh, food drive organizations Feeding America and Food Banks Canada. Um, Lady Gaga, Justin Tim. Okay, got it. Uh, Lady Gaga, Justin Timberlake, Justin Bieber, and others have also made generous donations and urged their fans to do the same. 
We got it. Okay. Right. Listen, there's a lot going on. It's a lot. I'm just, just I'm having of... fun. It's not, yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize I had turned the mic. Uh, it was loud. It, uh, yeah, my bad. It's okay. My bad. It's, it's, okay. Right. it's okay. We love you anyway. Uh, <laughs> Lady Gaga, Justin Timberlake, Justin Bieber, and others have also made generous donations and urged their fans to do the same. Uh, Emma Stone and Dave McCary have postponed their wedding set uh, for Los Angeles this weekend. They have wow. not set a new date. Gives me extra time to get him a gift. I guess so, yeah. But a lot of people are, are going through that. Uh, I, lo- I love this right now. This concerted effort, Preston, we were talking earlier about, you know, uh, okay, so here's what we have. How how can we help um, soften the, uh, the, the blow for other people? Uh, there's a thing, I believe it's up on WMMR.com right now, about purchasing gifts from uh, gift cards. Absolutely. Yeah. From yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, uh, local businesses. I will share the details yeah. in a little while. But, yeah, there's uh, there's some things going on. And I'm, I'm going to mention something that some uh, uh, friends of mine are doing as well uh, as, to help out uh, service industry individuals. As, uh, as uh, you said, Casey, make uh, make uh, zucchini out of cucumbers. That's or whatever. right, yeah. <laughs> Whatever Lauren Harris thought you could do. <laughs> Make lemonade out of lemons. <laughs> she believed that if you cooked a cucumber, it would turn into a zucchini. With some loose. Put it in the oven. So, right, yeah, yeah. We love her, though. Uh, so, production on the Matrix 4 reboot, uh, starring Keanu Reeves and Carrie on. Reboot? Yeah, well, no, 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 no. It's got the same cast. Wrote this. Dumbasses. It's a sequel. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. You can't call it Matrix 4 and And then then say reboot. Yeah. Can't do that. Unless you're rebooting an original Matrix 4, so shut up. Anyway, uh, yeah, Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss are both in that. That's put on hold. Uh, Well, does it... Is it an on hold in the real world or an on hold in the Matrix? Because it would be safe in the yeah, Matrix. Yeah, it'd be safe in the Matrix. Uh, filming, talk about social distancing. The oh Matrix, my God. You just, you're just you in this pod with these tubes in you and there's some kind of weird goo. You know what, honestly? Yeah. It's the way to go. Yeah, None of us would matter. The only thing you'd have to worry about is a computer virus. Uh, filming in San Francisco wrapped and was set to begin in Germany. Um, in addition to dozens of other previously announced suspensions and delays, FX's Fargo's premiere date has been pushed back uh, from April 19th to be determined. America's Got Talent wrapped auditions early and is on hiatus. Uh, NBC, Disney, Warner Brothers, and CBS have all halted productions. Late night talk shows, including Jimmy Fallon, Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Kimmel, and Seth Meyers are on hold until at least March 30th. Now, on the flip side, though, Hannah Brown and Tyler Cameron appear to be blissfully clueless about the pandemic. Haven't they pretty much been blissfully clueless about everything? (laughs) Yes. If there's one thing we can count on, (laughs) it's their bachelors and bachelorettes to continue to be stupid. Don't go outside. You don't want to get the pancetta. (laughs) 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 Team Z photographed the on-again, off-again bachelorette pair flouting social distancing guidelines, hitting the beach, and playing volleyball with pals. So they're out and about and enjoying life. Good. All right, what else do I have here for you? So, expanding on Idris Elba and programming note, I mistakenly, sometimes I, I, I assume things and I didn't even realize I assumed them. I thought I was right. Yeah. Uh, but the woman in the video with Idris Elba, that was his wife. I said it was his daughter. It was his wife. You know I what? Really? I know. Yeah, that's she looks, what I thought. She looks yeah. young. I was she wrong. She does look Very young, but young. she had like a nice big old ring on. She did. You're right. Yeah. So, he went on Twitter yesterday live to update fans on his condition after revealing he had tested positive for coronavirus, he maintained that he doesn't have any symptoms, but he is worried because he has an underlying health condition. He has asthma. I didn't know that. Yeah, he said, yes, of course I'm worried. I'm worried about having asthma and how that could make things complicated very quickly. I'm very worried about what's happening in the world. If I'm honest, I'm um, uh, very worried about how we're dealing with it. And uh, part of speaking publicly 
uh, about it. Part of me coping about how the world is dealing with it he is part of how the, the uh, coping how the world is dealing with it. Uh, he also addressed people questioning why his wife Sabrina was sitting next to him. When he broke the news about having the virus, saying, well, generally, Sabrina's fine, nervous, of course, worried, just for clarification. She wanted to be by my side as much as we talked about her not coming to where I am. She did and wanted to, and I love her even more for it, and I would do the same for her. He said, I see a lot of people going, Sabrina shouldn't be there. He's sending out the wrong messages. He said, at this time when something like this is going on in the world, love is all you can get, right? Who am I to turn down my wife's support as much as I wanted her to keep safe? Uh, but we presume that if I had it, there is a likelihood she has it too. So we calculated that risk and we decided to be together on it. So I hope you guys can understand that. But they're quarantined. They're staying in the same spot. So In his case, actually, and a number of the ones that you've mentioned, uh, highlights one of the issues with the, you know, the coronavirus. And people saying, oh, well, you know, is this... This this overcorrection here is that there. I saw a statistic. I've seen it a couple of times. That between eighty and eighty five percent of the people with cases don't even know that they have it, or it's presenting so mildly that they don't know that they have it. So they're not going to get the full blown thing that someone at a higher risk would get. But these people could still go out and spread it around. So for a lot of times, people who were you talk about being blissfully unaware, they had no idea they had anything like this. And they've been going out and encountering other people. So that's that's the issue is that it's sort of um, a clandestine disease for most people. You know, uh, he had said, Sabrina, I, I love uh, Sabrina for standing by me and being in that video was the most important moment for me. All right. Now, here's a great story. Here's your entertainment story of the day. Uh, ignorance can be bliss in some cases. Jared Leto <laughs> revealed he had no idea that a pandemic was sweeping the world because <laughs> he was on a 12 day mindfulness retreat in the desert. <laughs> Well, he got centered and came back to this. Yeah, Leto revealed on Instagram that after returning from his silent meditation in the desert, he was shocked to see what had transpired. He was cut off. He said, wow, we were totally isolated. No phone, no communication, etc. We had no idea what was happening outside the facility. When I heard this story, Preston, I thought of like Billy Jack in a sweat lodge somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he added that uh, he walked out yesterday into a very different world, uh, one that's been changed forever, mind-blowing to say the least. Uh, since returning to real life, he says he's been getting messages from friends and family around the globe and catching up on what's going on. I'm interested in what like this place is because if you remember in the there was a Black Mirror episode, yes. Topher Grace was at a, his character was at like something like and that, and he right? was a he was like a billionaire, he was a right. super rich uh, entrepreneur of some type, and he would do this to kind of cleanse his soul every now and then. He right. would go away, right, and be isolated from the world. I thought of the same thing, yeah. Which, if you have the means, it's probably a good well, idea a to do that. Friend of mine did it, really. Yeah, um, and it wasn't. It was. It was. Uh, it wasn't like it was ridiculously expensive. It was right. sort of like a, a vacation price. For you how long? Um, but you she, can do that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, she went out to Sedona, and okay. um, she spent a full week, and okay. she went with um, a very small group of people and a, a mindfulness instructor i guess maybe they're called or yeah. or teacher and yeah and she like she went for like life <laughs> that's your instructor <laughs> she went for like yes. life reasons uh. though you know like she had to basically like get herself together and get her life together um and that's why she went and she she loved it but huh. yeah it was sort of like a, a i think like a resorty type do you not talk do you not talk is it it's silent retreat 
Oh, no. No. Now, I, I, <laughs> no I, like mindfulness. I doubt that these are like, you know, vows of silence, you know, like monks who would just will not communicate whatsoever, but they probably keep communication to a minimum. They speak in pig Latin. And if, they're, and if they are meditating, you know, they're... There's guided meditation, yeah. which sometimes mindfulness is because you can get those apps which will guide you into uh, right. your relaxed state. So uh, I don't think this... The word silent, I mean, you can use other words. The word silent is very... Um, I mean, it's Quiet. It's, well, no, quiet's different than silent. Hmm. Hmm. I think okay. Jared Leto went on a silent meditation. But I, what I was going to say before was that uh, Damon from downstairs has done these retreats. And he's done them just for long weekends. Huh. And oh, there's really? there's a place called uh, the Malvern Retreat. It's out yeah. in, in Malvern. And he's gone there um, for three or four days at a time. And that uh, the intent on that one is just to isolate. You know, you remove huh. the outside world. No computers, no phones. Yeah. And it's a time for quiet reflection. I think that's great. So, But in this, do, so now do, is the belief that it is sort of like a monastery where you show up and you maintain silence. Oh, I have no idea. Okay, I'd be curious to find out if that's the case. Followers warned him to stock up on toilet paper. Another added, you were better off staying in the desert. This is madness. And one person said, I would have walked right back in there. <laughs> All right, uh, some other... Uh, there's a lot of entertainment stories here, folks. I need to get to these. Queen Elizabeth II is decamping to Windsor Castle, canceling her parties and events as the coronavirus sweeps the world. Buckingham Palace made the announcement yesterday. Her Majesty will move to Windsor Castle for the Easter period of Thursday, 19 March, one week earlier than planned. It is likely the Queen will stay there beyond the Easter period. Uh, She turns 94 next month. So she's obviously at high risk. I hope there's enough space in that house for her to keep distance. It's not Uh, that far from London. It's only like a half hour away. Uh, Her husband, the Duke of Edinburgh, is 98, and he's laying low, too. I want to go driving. Meanwhile, the Sussexes are taking appropriate measures after Prince Harry was exposed to people with coronavirus. The Guardian reports that Harry was hugged or had hugged Formula One driver Lewis Hamilton on March 6th. Uh, when they opened the Silverstone Experience Center days earlier, Hamilton spent time with Idris Elba and Sophie Trudeau. Mm. So they're backtracking everybody. But that's now. the way that's the way you start to put a dent in this stuff. Yeah, that's, the, that's smart. The wife of the Canadian Prime Minister, excuse me, uh, both of whom tested positive for coronavirus. They say in, in Canada, a patient zero is Dave Coulier. It's got to yeah, be yeah, right. Right. All right. So. That's all of the coronavirus stuff. Now, I have just your standard entertainment reports here. Yeah, that's what the world we're living in is like right now. All right, last night, Oprah Winfrey was trending on Twitter after a rumor hit social media that she was arrested. (laughs) The unverified rumor was that the media mogul was raided for sex trafficking. Oh, wow. And was arrested for running a sex trafficking ring alongside Harvey Weinstein. And ladies and gentlemen... Some people believed it. Come on. Some idiots believed it. Uh, Several Twitter users were uh, posting their feelings as if it was true. Oprah took to Twitter to set the record straight, writing, just got a phone call that my name was trending and being trolled by some awful fake thing. It's not true. Haven't been raided or arrested, just sanitizing and self-distancing with the rest of the world. Stay safe, everybody. Sex trafficking of all crimes. Ava DuVernay also reacted to the rumor, saying, uh, Trolls and bots began this disgusting rumor. Mean-spirited minds kept it going. Oprah has worked for decades on behalf of others, given hundreds of millions uh, to individuals and uh, causes in need, uh, shared her own abuse as a child to help folks heal. Shame on all who participated in this. If she was going to be raided, I would think it would be for bread hoarding. Right? That's her thing. I guess so. I think she likes bread. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Presley Gerber has debuted another face tattoo. (sighs) 
after shocking many with his uh, first just last month. 20-year-old son of Cindy Crawford and Randy Gerber's first tattoo said misunderstood. Uh, this one appears to be a large faded star with bold writing in the middle. He shared a pic of his new look on Instagram, captioning it, colorblind. What is he, on his way to being a Post Malone type of model? Or, I you know, he's, so. well, he can't stop effing with his face? See, Post Malone was ugly to begin with. Yeah. Um, this guy, on the other hand, I'm wondering how cool his other face tattoo is. All right, so there's, uh, it's a big mistake. Well, oh. yeah, I mean, oh. it's just going to, you know, uh, take, got heed, a star. take heed from from the older generation. Who There's sometimes you should listen to your elders. Read my cheek, misunderstood. Down the road, you're going to think it was a bad idea, and it's permanent. And listen, and if you don't, that's great. But if you do, you're going to go through painful removal surgery to get that taken off, and there's going to leave a scar, too. He's so. got a whole bunch of body there to F with, but the face? Yeah. Fans were not uh, feeling his first face tattoo uh, and prompting Gerber to defend it, likening his plight to that of members of the transgender community. Exactly like that. On Instagram stories, he complained most of a, uh, most and a lot of people can get uh, facelifts, change genders, lip injections, etc., and it's offensive to say anything in today in today's day and age. Now I know how Martin Larry King felt. My <laughs> Civil rights movement. So he's uh got another Martin tattoo. Larry King Jr. Steve shared this news with me and this was sad. Uh actor Lyle Wagner who starred on the Carol Burnett show and in the 1970s actually tons of stuff but he was on Wonder Woman. He was on that series. He passed away. He was 84 years old. Uh, apparently, uh, he had his family. He was surrounded by his family. He had uh, a cancer. I don't know what type, but he, he, yeah. he died from cancer. Uh, on the Carol Burnett show, he actually started as the announcer in 1967, but he stayed on uh, with this sketch show during uh, 1974. He was an incredibly good-looking guy. Chiseled, I mean, like, chiseled everything. He was just a, he was he was the he was the stud of the it, show. Yeah, and, and he's kind of the straight man, and yeah. In great shape, but he later on proved that he had some comedic flexibility. Yes, and uh, and that was good. But yep. and he played Steve Rogers on Wonder Woman. Yeah, his uh, his first role was in Gunsmoke uh, before he began on the Carol Burnett show, and he also guest starred on classic series such as Lost in Space, Marcus Welby, MD, The Barbara Eden Show, and Maude. He went on actually, and I have a list of his credits after that. Uh, but uh, he was he was always yeah centered on him being the good looking guy and he played up in humor on the Carol Burnett show when she would take the stage to take questions from the audience it was not uncommon for the askers to want Wagner to come out and give hugs yeah 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 uh, but his looks actually Steve I did not know this bit of trivia about him he was the first male centerfold in Playgirl magazine no. so in when, 1973 when did Burt Reynolds do that. I don't know. Okay. Hey, no, he, he, Burt Reynolds did Cosmo. That was it. So you're right. Yes. He was the first male centerfold in Playgirl. Wow. Uh, after he left the Carol Burnett show, he booked the role as uh, Colonel Steve Trevor on uh, Wonder Woman. Uh, he started in that for four years. And then he went on to be on Charlie's Angels, Happy Days, Mork and Mindy, The Golden Girls, Murder, She Wrote, Ellen, uh, and uh, in both the Naked Truth and that '70s show as himself as well. So there's the the the, uh, the, the centerfolds up on the screens in the studio here, yeah. Preston. Yeah, yeah, the guy was in good shape. Yep, uh, he's survived by his wife of 60 years, Sharon, his two sons, Jason and Bo, and his four uh, beloved grandchildren. So wow, that's, that's sad news. Uh, another uh, sad story. Um, 
the CW's Batwoman series yes. uh, suffered an onset tragedy when a production assistant was left paralyzed after an accident. Jesus. On March 11th, Amanda Smith is her name. She had to have surgery performed on her spine. It's unclear if it was successful. A GoFundMe page has been set up. Uh, she was hurt after the bucket of a lift tower uh, lowered or of, of of a lift lowered onto her head. Oh, no. Jesus Christ! Yeah, so, she's paralyzed from the waist down well, as what, of now. What was her job on the set? And I don't know. Oh, uh, oh yeah. produ- production assistant. Production assistant. Yeah, Jeez. So. Um, How do you not? So as of Tuesday, there's been seventy thousand dollars donated to her GoFundMe page. They're they're trying to raise a hundred thousand dollars. <sighs> yeah. Um. What else? Uh, Vanessa Hudgens. Responding to backlash she received after a comment she made on Instagram Live, uh, she says that it was taken out of context. The 31-year-old originally dubbed uh, coronavirus uh, I-virus, and then she said, I'm like, even if everybody gets it, like, yeah, people are going to die, which is terrible, but, like, inevitable? Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I don't. It sounds like babbling to me. Uh, when, Something tells me she was drinking during this. When followers freaked out, she <clears> said <throat> on another Instagram story, story, I realize that some of my comments are being taken out of context. It's a crazy time. It's a crazy, crazy time. I love you all. I love you all. <laughs> She's uh, <laughs> since updated her, her page to uh, say, hey, stay in. Don't go out. Let's get through this thing together. So <laughs> she's... Uh, Support your local food pantry. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. She's stay in school when school's open. <laughs> Somebody called her. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Modern Family star Sarah Hyland admits that uh, coronavirus panic is stressing her out. Hyland has long been open about her health issues, including the kidney dysplasia uh, that required 16 surgeries and two transplants. So she's obviously at high risk. Uh, Speaking on a podcast, she said that uh, she's concerned that if she gets it, she will have complications. She said, my panic level is pretty high, but I can also have a lot of health issues that are very uh, susceptible to stress. So I'm trying to remain calm. For now, she is isolating and she's hoping for the best. And one little last bit of uh, positive news. Amanda Bynes is pregnant. Whoa, whoa, what? That's apparently the case with her first child yesterday. Her boyfriend, Paul Michael, and they're engaged, uh, shared an ultrasound with Bynes' name on it. He captioned the photo, Baby in the Making. Amanda posted a pic of the ultrasound along with the caption, Baby on Board. But she later deleted the post. So I don't know what the story is, why they deleted it. But uh, nonetheless, if they got a baby on the way, then they're probably pretty hey, happy. Yeah, okay, good. All right, uh, we ready for clips? Yeah. Uh, yes, we right. are. Yeah. Miracle Workers Dark Ages follows a group of medieval villagers as they go about their lives in an age of widespread ignorance. In this clip... Star Geraldine Viswanathan. Yeah, that's right. Uh, talks about how her character Eliza navigates the show's unkind world. Where are we playing this? Uh, Zeta. Zeta? Yeah. Okay. Right here, right here. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait. Right yeah. here? Yeah, over there. All right, here we go. It's a pretty classic coming of age story for her. Finding out who she is and dating life and her relationship with her father and brother, like, all of that comes into play for Al, and that's all. Yeah, we see all that. Really? Yeah. yeah. Miracle Workers Dark Ages here's Tuesdays at 10.30 on TBS. Here's the next clip. Ryan Eggold breaks the rules as Dr. Max Goodwin on NBC's New Amsterdam. Here Ryan explains what it felt like directing one of the show's episodes. 
when you're an actor on a show or a film, you are a tool for telling that story. But I think particularly writing uh, and in turn directing gives you the opportunity to tell the story, you know, to be in the driver's seat and say, A, this is the kind of story I want to tell and B, this is how I want to tell it. And it's just a very creatively challenging role, but also very fulfilling. What the f***? Another episode of New Amsterdam premieres Tuesday at 10, and that is on NBC. Get that guy in. We did. He's yeah. a good guy. He's Here. also on the uh, um, series with James Spader. <laughs> I'm having a brain fart. Um, Blacklist. Blacklist, yeah. Excellent. We had him in? Yeah. yeah. For what? To promote the show. New, New Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Your favorite show. Oh, my favorite show. Favorite actor in your favorite, favorite show. Yeah. Actually, my wife gets a pass on him. Does uh, she? she? Yeah, she has a, if, she, if she manages to be in a situation where nice. So you would allow it? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but th- then I get mine. You okay. Know, yeah. Which is uh, Kathy Bates. Oh, well. Well, you got to have your thing, man. All right. And there you go. That's my entertainment report for the morning. Told you there was a lot going on. It was a lot. I still have leftover stories, which we'll have to get to another time. Um, all right. It's Wednesday morning. Secret text word. Chance to win a case of Sly Fox. Uh, Pikeland Pills. So text word secret to 39333. Also checking in with Fox. Good day this morning. And we're going to try an actual sporting event. Yes, people competing in the gridiron of sports. I'm just throwing terms out. No, there. honestly, this will. This isn't the gridiron. For me, Basketball. this feels like the Friday before Super Bowl Sunday right now. Wow. <laughs> it, okay. It, it, that's the level of excitement. I, I mean, you know, what is going to transpire, mm-hmm. I believe, will be the sport of the future. We'll have a chance for you to bet on this. Well, I mean, you have to. Take, I mean, yeah. listen, here's something for you to bet on if you want to. That's all there is to <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. We're not we're not setting it up for you or anything like that. We just have the competition taking place. But it's March Sadness. We have our competitors from around the nation yeah. that are going to be joining. And we actually have, <laughs> have somebody from Arizona who yes. is going to be participating this morning. We can call it now a national contest. In our, uh, our basketball uh, free throw shoot-off. And uh, we're going to try to carry this live on the air. We're actually going to have video of it. We'll tell you how to access it through our, our Facebook page. And uh, we'll see how this goes. But March Sadness, there's, there are no sports taking place no. but this one. This yes. is it, America. I, so enjoy. Is ESPN covering this? You're welcome. Yeah. 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 So, well, they need something they to need cover. They need something. All right. So we're going to take a break. We're going to get to that in the 8 o'clock hour. We'll come back in just a moment. Make sure you stay where you are. We'll be right back. What's new? Why do you ask? Dirty Honey. Ozzy Osbourne. The Black Keys. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Coming up uh, about an hour from now, we are going to have the only sports in America live. (laughs) I, I can almost guarantee you that, that this will be the only sporting event taking place in America the odds are very, very good that Aren't that is they? an accurate statement. Mm-hmm. It's certainly the earliest sport going on. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I would say your original statement of the only? Yeah, yeah. probably verifiably so. Uh, it's March Sadness. It's a basketball competition that will be taking place with as much social distancing as you can possibly get because one guy's going to be playing from Arizona. Yes, <laughs> yes. In his driveway. That makes it, Preston, yep. a national sport. And it's safe. It's so- a safe social distance. Sport. Uh, so we will be we'll be trying 
to pull this off, we we you know we've got to we got to bounce things around as far as video goes and audio, but we're, we're gonna we're determined to make it happen. Did the first football game work out perfectly? No, no. of course not. Uh, so we're gonna get to that uh, about an hour from now. So it's March Sadness, and it's a bracket style, so yeah. you can you can place your bets with your friends. So you, you'll hardly like notice that March Madness is missing. That's right. Yeah. The excitement will the, be will be the same. It's gonna rival the NCAA. Hey, uh, I want to double back to a story that we mentioned in the entertainment report, and it was uh, about Jared Leto, uh, who just found out about all the social distancing and the closures and all this stuff about coronavirus because he was on a 12-day mindfulness retreat in the desert. So he was off on this thing, that uh, uh, a location that he paid for to go and just kind of center and uh, get away from uh, the the disturbances of the outside world. And, uh, and they were cut off, no phone, no communication, none of that stuff. Not a single luxury, Jury. Steve. Uh, like Robinson Crusoe. Yeah. As primitive as, as could be. And so he comes back and then he just found out about what's going on. So this is actually in line with another story that was reported, I think we talked about it yesterday, about the, uh, I believe, the Germany Big Brother yes. yeah. uh, show, which in the whole conceit of Big Brother is that you go into this house and uh, you are, um, you know, the cameras are are doing it. I, I believe they sign a waiver that they are not to be informed about anything yeah. going on in the outside world. In fact, I'd mentioned it was the subject. If you're locked in to watch this miniseries, it's called Dead Set. The BBC did it. They had people in their Big Brother house in that show, and a zombie apocalypse took place while they were in this. So these people are in the German Big Brother house, yeah. and and no one is telling them. So this leads to the question of what huge event did you just miss out on? (laughs) For whatever reason it was, you didn't get the memo. You've been off, so, you know, they call it being off the grid, and some people, like, when they take a honeymoon or go down to Bora Bora or wherever the hell, they go off the grid. Listen, when I, when we vacation, I stay away from all news and info. I don't check social media. I do none of that stuff. I just, I I want to be blithely unaware (laughs) of what's going on other than what I paid for my vacation. 215-263-WMMR. Now, yeah, what event, what, what's something that was quite obvious that, that you absolutely missed out on for a decent stretch of time? And, and it will leave that discretion up to you. Yeah, I mean, I didn't miss out on anything. But uh, <clears throat> when I saw the, the, the Big Brother story, Steve, I, I couldn't help but think of the time that uh, I spent in the Grand Canyon. I, you know, I did that rafting trip through the Grand Canyon. And at a certain point... When we were driving, because we stayed in, in, in Vegas, and then we got up at 5 in the morning, we hopped on a bus, and we took a three-hour bus ride to basically, you know, the mouth of the, of the river or whatever. And um, at a certain point, I lost uh, my, cell cell, my cell connection, yeah, yeah. And, and that was it. That was it. And I basically texted my wife. I'm like, this is the last you're going to hear of me. I said, no news is good news, you know? Like one of those deals. Like if something bad happens, you're going to hear about it. They're going to airlift me out of there, and you're right. going to hear about it. So if you don't hear anything, it's it's good news or whatever. Um, and then sure enough for eight days, I, I couldn't, I was incommunicado. And, and uh, so during that point, because yeah. I think we all, especially with your wife, yeah. especially with your family, it must've been a little hard. Uh, right? After a couple I days. I think it was, no, I think it was probably harder on my wife than it was on me. Like I was, I was, you in, knew you I, were was all right. I was in good shape. Right. But I did ask them, uh, you know, the river guides while, you know, we were, you know, might've been on like day four or five or six of the trip. I go, um, how would you know if your wife was having an affair? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't worried about that. Uh, no, I said, um, what happened with like nine eleven? You know, and yeah. they said, yeah, sure enough, like there were people on the river yeah. who had no clue what I'll happened. Bet. 
And um, basically, the way our river trip worked is you 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 got to the the end of the trip. And there was a bus waiting for you to take you back to civilization. And they said when they when they got off the the boat, they had all of the newspapers from the week to go here. This is what happened here. Wow. You know, catch up on now that you're all rested up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The worst thing ever has happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you ready yeah, to yeah. go back to the real world now? Yeah. Wow. Oh, I, we're throwing in a complimentary beverage to soften the blow. <laughs> we got a bunch of calls coming in, so let's go to them. I'm going to go to Scott. Hey, Scott. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Good. What's up, buddy? So uh, hey. we're, we're taking calls about people who missed out. Jared Leto missed out on this whole uh, coronavirus thing because he was on a retreat. How about you? Yeah, when I was in high school, I was actually at a summer camp um, where they took our cell phones away. And uh, when we all got back on the coach bus, everybody was turning their cell phones back on. And uh, Michael Jackson had passed away while we were at summer camp. And so the entire bus just, like, broke out in, like, the, that quiet rumor whisper of going seat to seat about uh, Michael Jackson passing away. So, yeah. so how long after he passed did you guys find out it was a couple of days? It must have been a couple of days. I, I don't remember exactly what day he passed away on um, during the week, but we uh, we got back on the bus on Saturday. It's so um, it's so it's it's so weird. So when when you when you heard about it, you're like, uh, you know, uh, stuff must flood through your mind. I mean, obviously, this is on that case. You're talking about one of the most famous entertainers of all time, and you're like, what? And yeah. and I, I'm sure initially you think, is this a joke? Uh, you know, and it's just one of those things that you it. I, the mind can't process it. It's such. It's not like a, even we heard about it. We knew he was not in good shape and all that stuff. But even so, I was in, I was driving back with Jim Antez in a car, and I was like, "What?" Uh, it, it just it just catches you completely off guard. Yeah. It yeah it does. It's terrifying because you don't know what else could happen. Yeah, I'll, but that's that's what I was of. I was wondering too is how how that makes you feel that you missed out on something. That a lot of people know about and is a big deal in certain circles uh, to, to go. What I, and I would and here I was, you know, yeah. willy nilly, well, willy nilly at summer tell, camp. Tell me, Tito is exactly. safe. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks, Scott. Appreciate it, man. Not a problem. Have a great day, guys. All right, uh, let's go to Ken. Hey, Ken. Good morning, sir. Hi. How are you? Good. What's up, buddy? Oh, good, good. Sorry to bother you guys at work. It's okay. No, we're asking for you to bother us. So what was your story? Well, we were in Scotland on vacation a few years back when Hurricane Katrina hit. Yeah. And um, I, I remember being at my cousin's house, and we're watching the news footage from the United States, and everyone's talking about, like, this horrible event that's going on. We're just sitting there kind of munching on haggis and stuff like that, wondering what the hell's going on. So you, you were, were, were you catching up-to-the-minute coverage, or did you find out well after the fact that it was going on? We had we were watching the current news footage and still not really registering. We didn't really realize what was going on until we actually came back. And, I mean, all the, all the information was there on the TV, but we were, you know, we're in vacation mode, so we're just kind of, you know, glossing over it, and when we get back, everything's going to be fine. And then when we got back and saw the extent of the damage, we were, we were horrified. It was like, did you, and we missed it. You did know? you think it was like a, like a Scottish miniseries called Katrina <laughs> about a hypothetical <laughs> no, but, hurricane? But everyone, everyone we came in contact with over there, kind of looked at us with a stink eye and said, "Like, uh, hey, what's your president doing about this?" And I'm like shrugging, like, "I don't know," <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Wow. All right. Interesting. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. You know, some things are, are disasters like that that people missed out on. Some things are just uh, personal disasters. So this guy says, "I used to love 
to watch Two and a Half Men. Then I joined the Army (laughs) and came back from boot camp. Charlie Sheen was fired Mm -hmm. for being a coked-out whack job. (laughs) Missed out on that train wreck. (laughs) That would have been one. That would have been a shock. Charlie Sheen went on this crazy tirade torpedo of truth yes. mercury surfboard warlock uh, bizarre warlock from <laughs> hell. tiger blood rant uh, uh, duh. uh so that one would have been yeah really like, imagine if you missed all that so you're a fan of the show and yeah. you come back and you find out that he's on tour yeah uh talking about <laughs> tiger blood what if you moved uh, out of the country when uh you know before mel gibson was mel gibson and and you loved him from braveheart and you get back and uh you missed the whole oxonical yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there are things like that that obviously can get right past people. Uh, here's, <laughs> sorry, Mel. Uh, let me go to Jeff. Hey, Jeff, good morning. Hello, rock guys. Hey, rock guy. <laughs> rock guys of everyone. Hello, everybody. Uh, Jeff, what did you, what'd you miss out on and why did you miss out on it? Uh, we missed out on the OJ Simpson, the murder and the Bronco chase and everything because we were on a honeymoon. We were on a cruise. Oh man. So you missed out, you missed out on the murder the, the the Bronco chase and and when did you jump back into the story? We when we got back, everybody was like, "Oh my God, did you see the Bronco chase and all that stuff?" He actually murdered that the murder actually happened the night of our wedding. Oh so, my God! You, you missed one of the most compelling television moments ever. Was I, was that that drive being uh, you know covered broadcast by the, live? Yeah, broadcast live. So yeah, like, oh yeah, oh God, it was weird. It, it's wild to think about that, uh, Jeff, because I remember my wife and I were at a restaurant, one of our favorite restaurants, uh, Glen Cove, Long Island, and Preston, it was almost like a pay-per-view event because everyone's watching on the uh, the bar TV. Like, yeah. Well, oh, my God. I was at home, and, like, the phone tree happened. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 start, yeah. Are you watching this? <laughs> and that's and that's what it was. So Jeff completely missed out on that one. Oh, yeah, on the cruise. I mean, there was no cell phone. Nobody, yeah. Back then, it was 25, 26 years ago. So, yep. you know, nobody was communicating about that. Not yeah. a single single luxury. <laughs> All right. Say. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, let me go to... Yeah, we're going to see a number of these, uh, but let's go to Ian. Hi, Ian. Good Good morning. Hi, good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, Ian? Hey, not much. So uh, I used to be a land surveyor uh, back during 9-11, and uh, we're cutting line through the middle of the woods in the middle of nowhere in New Jersey. So we didn't find out. We didn't have no idea anything was going on, so we went back to the vehicle hours later. And, you know, Howard Stern's on the radio right. and explaining everything like it's World War Three, and we just didn't know what was going on. We're trying to take it in, what he's saying, and the office is calling all the emails, start rushing back in. You're talking about 9-11. Did I state that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so, so, so you were you're hours after the fact. Yeah, about yeah. two or three hours. Yeah, it was weird. I mean, still, well, you didn't there, really miss it then. Yeah, I mean, but still, yeah. Yeah, there's for something delay, that big, that big, it is wild. I could wild. see that yeah. as, because as, we all pretty much were aware of it immediately but yeah but i bet you there are people that that may be listening that went a day and the next day was like wait a minute or what a happened? couple of days i mean so so leto's story king off the original story jared leto 12 days yeah away from this so he you know and again if you go back 12 days ago mm-hmm. oh there's this thing going on we probably should be cautious of it and now here we are yeah think about and, the dramatic difference yeah yes. there's another story uh very similar to that one and and to to my story where these guys were 
rafting on the Colorado River through the Grand Canyon, but their trip was twenty five days. So I mean, they must have they must have re- I mean, they must have been like on a dory, right? Like right. paddling themselves and doing some like you know major uh, hiking and stuff like that. It must because... be high, hard finding a dory on the river. <laughs> yeah, uh, but but they were gone for twenty five days and yeah. and came back to all of this stuff. We just lost this call. This next call was going to go to because I didn't think it would be possible for anybody locally to miss out but they missed out on the Phillies winning the World Series. Oh my god. I was I was thinking either either the Super Bowl, either either the Eagles winning the Super Bowl or the Phillies winning the World Series cuz there's got to be one or two somehow somebody missed it even though you, you know. It is possible. It is. In this day and age as much as much as it can blow your mind to think this. As you said Preston or Casey in a yeah. canyon out of range. You're out in the middle. Your job takes you out in the middle of nowhere, and you are just off the grid for a while. Uh-huh. You can miss a whole story like that. Yeah. Uh, let me go to Jim. Hey, Jim. Good morning. Hey. Good morning, guys. Hey, bud. So uh, you missed out on a on a big event. Yeah, uh, I was actually in a field training exercise at Fort Campbell when I was uh, young and in, in the army. <laughs> But uh, we missed out on when Dale Earnhardt was killed oh. and didn't find out for a week until we got out of the field site. Oh, wow, a week. All right, and is um, is uh, NASCAR important to you? It used, well, I used to follow it a lot. But, yeah. You know, okay, it, so that would have uh, been a big, big deal. Yeah, back then it was. I was a huge fan back then. And, yeah. and you, you start to see wisps of stories like, oh, what, what is that? So why, why, is the Earnhardt, why is the Earnhardt family gathered again? Or what's yeah. His, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because by then, like a week later, it's it's not necessarily it's not headline no. for a couple of days. It will be, and then the, then the uh, the trickle down effect of of the the things that result from that. And so it doesn't lead with you know Dale Earnhardt, you know, dead or so on. But yeah, I've had it happen where I've, I've Thanks, seen Jim. somebody, and it's somebody not on that level where you're saying it's like a, a retrospect. Oh, they're doing a retrospect of this person. I still presume is alive, right? No, they're, they're dead. dead. <laughs> they're dead. Uh, let me go to George. He missed nine eleven. What's the story on that? Hey, George, how you doing, bud? Hey, what's up, you guys? Rock. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. What's uh, yeah. what? Would you miss out on? Or you missed out on nine eleven? I do know yeah. that, but what was going yeah. on? Yeah, so basically, um, I, I was in the military for, and that was my first time coming back. I learned all my survivalist stuff and decided to go out for like a three week hunting trip in the wilderness. And I actually left, believe it or not, on September tenth. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> of two thousand one, I came back three weeks later and had no idea I was in up in. Winnipeg, like the middle of nowhere in, in like Upper Canada, Dude. came back, and I actually thought people were joking at first, and then I then I didn't realize how big of a deal it was. I actually made a joke. I said, "I what was it? An Asian pilot?" You're right. And, uh, right. I was like. Stunned, everybody was offended. I'm like, "What? What happened? Kyrie, it's a plane crash. Relax." And everybody's like, "No, nah, dude, it was a terrorist attack. Like you're in the middle." And I didn't realize the severity of it. And I was like, "Oh my god!" And the next time I went hunting was Hurricane Sandy. I missed that. Oh my god. Stop going on. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're killing us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, but that uh, three weeks away, nine, and again, and we, we like, and, and, and it's not it's not at that level, but in just in feeling between now and, and 9-11, that, that sensation of, of as information is, is coming in, and it kept coming in for, for days and weeks after, for three weeks, yeah. you're out of touch. Yeah. It's out of touch. Completely. Nothing. Zero communication. Unbelievable. Were, were there upsides to it? Do you think you experienced less anxiety? Was there, was there less worrying? Because when you come back to it, the reality uh, is completely shifted for you. But um, there, there must be some positives. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I was, I was, I guess I was somewhat relieved. I missed initial shock and everything. Like, you know, 
and all of it all, but I was kind of upset because I was in the military and that was kind of like my thing and I was, you know, yeah. you know, frustrated sure. and everybody else. And then I, my anger was kind of, I was in my angry phase and everybody else was in kind of their mourning phase. I'm like, everybody get pissed off. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, like, you know what, George, yeah, you probably, what, what you probably missed out on was that, uh, was that, that, that piercing stab mm-hmm. that happened when it, and, and fear as well immediately because it was, it was a scary day. And uh, and and you, three weeks had gone by, so enough had settled where you didn't have that immediate fear. I would imagine that a lot of people did experience that particular day. Oh yeah, exactly. I, I no, yeah, so I'm sorry. I missed that initial onslaught of, of yeah. you know, emergency. Mine came three weeks later when everybody else was kind of mourning and in sorrow, and my shock, awe, anger, and fear came. You know, it was kind of misplaced. Like, I was like the weirdo at that point. Sure. Yeah, it's funny because we are so used to our memories of that and how tangible and and palpable yeah. they are. I can't even wrap my mind around uh, what what uh, you experienced, George, because it, uh, it's yeah. totally alien to me. Yeah. All right. Thanks, George. Appreciate it, man. You got it. Got it. Um, here's a, a text. It says, I went into the hospital to deliver my first child February 22nd, 2005. Came out February 25th on the ride home from the hospital. I was wondering what happened when my favorite radio morning show was no longer being broadcast. I was devastated. Wow. And that baby is now 15 years old. So she missed out on it by uh, by a few days. Yeah. Jesus. And listen, whenever I do go on vacation, I do kind of ready myself for... All right, when I get back, what happened? Because yeah. I cut myself mm-hmm. off, and I make sure that I, I, I just stay away from news and all that, and I just, I'm just i not there to work anymore. And uh, But but I do kind of say, okay, when I get back, what thing happened while I was gone? I envy, inevitably, it will be something. I envy you being able to do that, because part of my thing is at least I take a quick look online in the morning at the, on a vacation. I shouldn't do that. I should disconnect. But you know, just for Try that, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me go to uh, let me go to Doris. Hey, Doris. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Wonderful, Doris. So it says you missed a, a world event here. We did miss a world event. One of my closest friends back around 1989, Lisa, won a trip from MMR to Jamaica. We spent a glorious week in Jamaica, Jamaica. Unfortunately, she had broken up with her boyfriend a week before they were set to depart. Mm -hmm. And at the last minute, asked me to join her. We went on our vacation and we came back. We hit the airport. And as we're walking through trying to get our bags, we're seeing tanks rolling in on all the televisions that we're seeing as we walk through the airport here. The Tiananmen Square event had occurred, but we had no context. All we saw was tanks rolling in. Yeah. We didn't know if America was being um, yeah. attacked <laughs> or who was getting uh, shot at, but we had no idea what had happened. Major wow. moment no in idea. history, iconic imagery. And you were smoking <laughs> weed on the beach. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Probably. Wow. Courtesy of MMR. <laughs> yeah. That's what we do. All right. Thank you, Doris. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Here you go. All right. Jordan, this answers my question. Hey, Jordan, how you doing? Good. How you guys doing? Good, Jordan. What what signature event did you miss and why? I missed when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. <gasps> oh, my oh, God. God. You're no. the one. Yeah. Oh, You're no. the one. How long before you found out? Uh, it was a couple of weeks. It was I was on deployment with Navy, and uh, it wasn't until I hit the next port that I found out that they, I knew they were going to the Super Bowl. I just didn't know how they did. All so. right. So, so question, Jordan. What? Uh, I guess you were you were at sea at the time. 
Yeah. All right. And when when you guys are deployed like that, are are you completely cut off from outside communication? There are sometimes where we're able to get a little bit here and there, but most of the time it's uh, with you know with that many people on the ship, you really aren't supposed to be uh, looking up if the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, I would think though from a from a morale standpoint, yeah, you would... that they would at least. That would be an information that would make it past yeah. the sensors, and they would say, hey, by the way, guys, so-and-so, you know, whoever like happened to be in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, who, you know, the, yeah. They, would, they would pass information along like that to you. Yeah, I still have people to this day talk about the parade and tell me all this stuff. Like, <laughs> oh, God damn. I, so, yeah, there are some wow. times, though, I'm sure you have to, what they call it, like, like run silent, where you, or, you know, where you just, or at least radio silent, where you can't. For, for, for locate, I mean, there's got to be elements. There's got to be spaces of time where they they cut that off, right? Oh yeah, you're not even allowed to have your uh, Bluetooth on your cell phone. Everything's got to be off. Were you, you weren't in a submarine, were you, Jordan? Oh, God, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know, man. Thanks, if, man. If that were me, because I remember when I did my my Grand Canyon trip, I had we had left, uh, and I think um, training camp was starting like a day or two after we had left port, so to speak. And the whole time I'm like, I wonder what's going on in training camp. You know what I mean? And I honestly, I couldn't wait until I could get a signal. Just training camp. My wife wife and family is fine, but what's going on with training camp? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I was excited. And that was the year they ended up winning the Super Bowl. Sure, uh, yeah. I could only imagine, like, if that were the case. And I knew that they were going to be playing in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And, like, it's. Sunday night or Monday morning, and I still don't know. I I, I think I'd go crazy. <laughs> Let me go to Joe. Hi, Joe. Good morning. Gadzooks, Gadzooks, buddy. All right, so Jared Leto miss, has missed out. He's been 12 days at this retreat uh, and has completely missed out on what's been going on as far as the uh, coronavirus is concerned. What did you miss out on? So in 08, my stepfather got a job in the Middle East. So my whole family uprooted and moved to Abu Dhabi wow. for the first two months and then moved over to Dubai. And while we were in Dubai, wouldn't you know it, the Phillies won the World Series. Oh, man. All right. How long between the win and you finding out? Uh, it was probably a couple days because, you know, we were keeping up with all local sports through yeah. friends, family, and everything. And we were we actually were able to watch part of the series, but it would have been like 3 in the morning at the time. Right. So it, it's feed. still painful, but, yeah, I mean. The... Well, at least they've won several times since then. <laughs> that... yeah. It's old hat at this point. Yeah, right. Uh, all right. Thanks, yeah. man. Appreciate right, it. Man, take it easy. So it does happen. There's some other calls of uh, people who missed out on World Series and, and so on for one reason or another. A lot of times it is because there's a, a military deployment and they, there's no contact from the other. Today, whatever you do, don't miss out on what will be the singular most important sporting event of this year. March Sadness. And yeah. we can we can say safely it's the only sports in America right now. Yeah. This morning at this time, this will be the only sporting event in America taking place, and we're going to bring it to you live <laughs> in a little while. And you don't you, listen. Sometimes it's embarrassing to find out uh, that you missed out something. You're a little late on it. We landed on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. We're going to go uh, live on Fox. Good day. we got bizarre file stories to share and more. Stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. This weekend, when most will be home practicing social distancing. Well, maybe except with the Grubhub guy. 
93.3 WMMR presents our Stay Home and Rock Weekend. Because when your neighbors have sucked up all the internet bandwidth on Netflix, we bring you everything that rocks without buffering or having to answer. Are you still watching? The Stay Home and Rock Weekend. From the station whose joy for life and listeners is contagious. Really? That's the word you want to use? 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Hey, here's a way to help your favorite local business, something that we've uh, thrown together on WMMR.com. It's called Operation Gift Card. You can buy a gift card now and support local businesses later on. Uh, MMR set up this page at WMMR.com, and you can list your local business and a link to the gift card purchase page on your site. And we'll keep the page updated regularly as suggestions will be rolling in. And uh, the keyword is gift at WMMR.com. And you can see the list and you can send us a suggestion. I love this. So if you own a local business and uh, you're being hit by the uh, the times currently, then uh, you can post that information and we'll try and get the word out for you. So check that out at WMMR.com right now. should be hearing music any moment now when we go live on Fox Good Day. And there it is. Right on time. Well, look at that. What a day it's going to be. Yes. I'm talking about the weather. <laughs> but honestly, I wake up and I say that every day. What's going what's gonna to happen today? Just... It does change hour by hour. Different times we're in. Hello, everybody. Oh, by the way, um, well, what did I say about the cake? The toilet paper cake? Yeah, uh, uh, Trobs, was mm-hmm. it? Do they know we're here? I Justine? No oh, now it's Tom in there. Isn't it? <laughs> Let's find out. We're hey, guys, Preston and Steve. Oh, hey. oh, I'm so hey. sorry. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I, I we heard you guys that. doing I therapy. I hate when we do that, and you hate when we do that. Uh, Preston and Steve and, and the whole crew, hi. 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 Did I hear something about cake? And toilet paper? And Trobs? Trobs, yes, you did. Uh, oh, in Prospect Park, they have a big cake in the shape of a toilet paper roll. Huh? Okay. Yeah. It tastes like shit. Oh. Uh, hey. 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 Weird. Chiffon is what yeah. you were going to say. <laughs> so you guys always have fun every morning on we the show. We do. That's our thing. Yeah. So how has the virus affected your broadcast? We are totally ignoring it and calling it a hoax. <laughs> oh, Thank you. It. No, no, no. Uh, it was, Preston, how would you say it is? Oh, it's, uh, you know, we're, listen, we're, we're, we're taking the lighter side of things, obviously, while reminding people to be yeah. cautious in the way they should. But, uh, you know, it's, it's business as usual for us personally. But uh, it's certainly sparking some interesting conversations. We were just talking about Jared Leto uh, not knowing about this because yes. he was on this silent retreat. So yeah. we, we had a conversation about things that you missed out on completely because you were indisposed for one reason or another so things like that but uh other okay. than that we're just having some good conversation and fun like with all this sports shut down you know the main reason people follow sports i think in this country now is so they can bet <laughs> make some money or lose money well and so now that we don't have a sports to bet on you see this website uh, bovada that's been around forever and ever mm-hmm. they're betting on what the high temperature like in philadelphia will be <laughs> my god well, if you have the betting bug, we might have an option, Preston. Yeah, actually, Mike, we're going to try something out this morning. It's an idea oh. that we had, and, and we believe that we will have in about less than a half hour or so the only sporting event in the entire nation taking place. <laughs> so we are going to do uh, March uh, Sadness instead of March Madness this morning. Okay. And uh-huh. we figured out technologically how we can have people compete but not be in the same 
uh, locations together. So via FaceTime, and we're going to okay. do this on, on our Facebook page, and we're going to carry it live on the air as well. We're going to have a, it's essentially, it's a, a free throw shoot-off contest that's going to be taking place. And huh. we're doing it bracket style. We've got participants. We even have somebody in Arizona who is going to be doing it live on the air this morning. <laughs> I have yeah. predicted this will be, honestly, if you take a positive, this will be what the uh, what will replace the Super Bowl eventually. Because we will oh. come out of this. We will come out of this. And this will be the sport of the future. Or it will be an abysmal failure that will slip into uh, obscurity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Which there are two likely. options, yes. So how does it work? Do I just need to find a regulation basketball goal? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, some people have hoops in, at their house. So you'll see them in right. neighborhoods set up in the cul-de-sac and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, we already have our competitors. So we're gonna we're, they're All gonna right. face them off live. We're gonna conference them together via FaceTime and on our Facebook page at the same time. We'll be doing the play-by-play on the air, observing what? social distance. Yeah, of course, that's <laughs> yeah. why mm-hmm. they're gonna be in completely different states in some uh, uh, yeah. scenarios. But uh, yeah, we'll be doing one for one. Uh, best of five, and whoever wins that goes on to the next round, and we'll eventually get a, a champion this morning. So if you are dying to place bets <laughs> right. on something, on an actual Desperate. sporting event, call your friends right now and tune into this and let the money okay. fly. Are you two six feet apart? Because on the screen it looks like yeah. you're kissing. Yeah, we're more. We're actually, we're actually further. We're about... Is he on this side? I... Oh, yeah. The other side, the other way. Uh, I would say oh, uh, we're, we're about seven and a half feet, right? It looks like you guys have separated yourselves a little bit. There's some more uh, distance in between you two, Alex and Mike. There's quite a bit. Yeah, I can't yeah. touch them anymore. I smell them. Oh, Which she would do on a regular basis during the show. I am closest to Kathy, and she has actually really cut back on her gas passing. So that's been really... <laughs> Good. Yeah, well, they're upside. She's really. No, that's, that's a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> good byproduct of the virus. It smells like roses, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thank I'm you. Glad they're chuckling over there. Have a nice day, guys. All right, we'll talk to you a little bit later on. Uh, you know what? Hey, I wanted to mention something. I had a, a bit of a shart out, Ooh. Uh, if you will. I got uh, in contact from a couple of people, and, th- and there are people that are trying to do some good things. Uh, obviously, with the restrictions that we have and so on and so forth. So a shout-out to the gang at uh, Revivalist Spirits and uh, also Kiki Vodka, and they're listening while they're doing this, but they, and so they're local distilleries, and there's some other places that are doing this too uh, that are going to be, because they can't sell to the PA Liquor, liquor Control Board or restaurants uh, because of the, of the forced closures, so some of these groups are banding together, and they're going to be delivering their alcohol. That's sensational. And I spoke to my neighbor uh, who runs Kiki Vodka and said they're going to be raising funds for uh, the uh, industry workers and restaurant industry workers. Again, so I think that's really cool. That, Preston, that is a brilliant idea. Revivalist uh, and, and uh, you know, has stepped up many times for many charities. Really very uh, considerate uh, people to do this and anything in any way, like you'd mentioned the, uh, the, the gift card thing, anything that you can do to endeavor to help the people who are on the line you know the, the 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 waiters and waitresses, bartenders who are, are really being strangled by this right now. That's a great idea. So, yep. how, how do we go about doing this? Any more information? Uh, they have a website, revivalistspirits.com. and then there was another uh, local distillery. Steve, you sent this over. Eight Oaks Farm uh, is doing. Uh, they're they're, they're going to start making hand sanitizer. In fact, they have started doing it using the alcohol that they create. Uh, and making it enhanced. Why sanitizer. not? Yeah. Why not? And they're gonna they're gonna be uh, giving it to charitable groups that need hand sanitizer and haven't been able to get it. Uh, so they are planning to dramatically boost production this week and distribute the bottle bottles to charities as well as offer them at uh, farmers markets, 
where they sell their spirits and through their website as well. So they're finding other ways to, you know, kind of make things work and help out uh, other people who need it at the same time, which is cool. So as I was immersed in, 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 you know, learning about all this stuff and trying to be somewhat informative on this whole issue, the thing that kept popping up is just right now the general importance of social distancing, yeah. of limiting, you know, it's only if you have to do essential things. Obviously, there are things that you can do that you have to do in your normal life to get out and do. Do it in a smart way. And that, Preston, honestly, the hand cleaning, the hand cleaning, oh, to all the experts, they say, that one hygiene move is going to be critical in slowing down the spread. Yep, yeah. absolutely. All right, so a shart, if you wouldn't mind, for yes. revivalists and uh, and Kiki Vodka, those guys. Good for you guys. Nice work, and and everybody else. And I heard that like Boardroom Spirits is doing some stuff. The local distilleries are getting it. I'm sure the local brewers are going to be doing things like we're, this. We're proud thing, of so. all of them. Yeah, yeah. All right, um, bizarre file. Yes, yeah. of course. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre, bizarre file. Brought to you by Hers, the hometown favorite that's always a home run. Nothing goes better with spring than your favorite Hers flavors. When snacking, keep it Philly, Philly, and make sure it's Hers forever good. Well, at least we're not in Brazil. Hundreds of prisoners broke out of four Brazilian jails on Monday, the day before their day release privileges were due to be suspended over the coronavirus outbreak, mm-hmm. according to Sao Paulo State Prison Authorities. The Sao Paulo State Prison Authority said that it could not say how many inmates had escaped, and it was still tallying the exact number of fugitives. Local media reported as many as a 1,000 had fled from four jails uh, ahead of the lockdown. Oh, that's just awesome. A video on social media showed a long stream of prisoners purportedly fleeing the prison. Uh, Reuters was unable to verify the uh, veracity or location of the video, but the Sao Paulo State Prison Authority said acts of insubordination had taken place at the jails ahead of the suspension of the day release program. Uh, It was necessary, it added, because 34,000 convicts would be returning to jail and would have a high potential to install and propagate the coronavirus in a vulnerable population, generating health risks for servers and custodians. On wow. the positive side, though, they immediately went into neighborhoods right around the prison and started bringing food to senior citizens. Preston. Oh, so. that's nice of them. All right. A Florida man was caught using the stolen credit card of a dead man and then was seen trying to eat the card <laughs> to destroy evidence before he was questioned by deputies. It'd be hard to eat a credit card. It would be a little bit difficult. It's easier to eat cash. To chew it up yeah. and to, to get it down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, deputies said that they were called to Disney Springs Monday for the report of a man trying to purchase jewelry and gift cards with a fraudulent debit card. When they arrived, deputies said they saw Jose Herrera detained by Disney security, making strange movements with his hand inside his pocket. Mm. Upon investigation, deputies said they found a baggie of white powdery substance in Herrera's pocket. When questioned about the contents of the baggie, Herrera was up front with the deputies. He said, I'm not going to lie. It's cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, sir. Other law enforcement uh, who witnessed the incident told deputies they saw Herrera try to eat the fraudulent card in an attempt to destroy the evidence before he could be questioned. He was uh, able to purchase a soft drink, $400 worth. That was to help swallow the credit card. card. $400 worth of Disney gift cards and attempted to buy $360 worth of jewelry on the stolen debit card. So that was obviously stocking up on Corona jewelry. Yes, he was uh, found to be in possession of 13 other fraudulent credit and debit cards, but investigators say 
The card in question was stolen from a deceased Ohio man. He is charged with a fraud of a person who is deceased, possession of cocaine, possession of a stolen credit card, and making false statements to law enforcement while under oath. He's in trouble. Another Florida story, a Florida middle school student mistakenly released pepper spray after grabbing what he thought was a can of body spray from another student. You know, there's really not much of a difference in the smell between, like, Axe body spray and pepper spray. That's a good point. Uh, The seventh grade student has been issued a civil citation for the incident at Highlands Middle School uh, that sent 41 students to hospitals for treatment of minor injuries. Uh, The student who brought uh, the pepper spray to school will face appropriate disciplinary consequences for bringing a prohibited substance onto the campus, the school district said. And then one more story. A fast food worker in Georgia was arrested after he allegedly pulled a gun and shot at a customer, injuring two of them. Normally, it's the customer that shoots the person working. Usually. Usually. But some are, some people are proactive. But this time, the guy working the counter pulled it out. Uh, Jante Robinson is charged with aggravated assault following the shooting at a Checkers hamburger location. There is a line of thinking that if you shoot every 10th customer, eventually you'll get someone who is going to rob you. According to the mother of one of the victims, her son told her there was a mix-up between his order that uh, and that of another customer. There was an argument and Robinson allegedly pulled a gun on the customer. Robinson then reportedly (laughs) fired a bullet from inside the restaurant, grazing the woman's son and striking the other customer in the neck. Wow. Officers at the scene confirmed one person was taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. This is a burger place, right? Yeah. A checker's (laughs) spokesperson says... The franchisee is fully cooperating with the police. Uh, the restaurant is currently closed. It's not a jewelry store. No, nope. Not it's, a bank. It's a burger place. It sells hamburgers. Yeah. And that, that is what I have for you in the bizarre file this morning. Okay. The great sports experiment is going to be taking place in just a moment. Do you feel the excitement? Right now, Mm. at repeater stations throughout the country, everyone (laughs) is getting the alert. Everyone, obviously, obviously these are are, are difficult times with the coronavirus and how we are going about social distancing. But the mechanism, the mechanics, the high-tech nature of what is about to be done is similar to your basic shuttle launch. And and, uh, we're getting ready to pull this off for, for what is now. A national sport. All right, Marissa has some information for us. In true precedency oh, no. fashion, <laughs> one thing has to go wrong. Um, Nick Murphy has been setting up with our FaceTime contestants. Unfortunately, one person had a phone that is too old to do this FaceTime oh, no. split with us. Oh. So the next person that has a basketball hoop oh, that God. emails me their phone number that has an iPhone that is capable of doing... <laughs> so, Nick, like an iPhone... Ten. Let's go the eight. new one. An iPhone that's been issued within the last hundred years. Yeah. Eight or Seven, above. Eight. Nine, ten. We're looking forward. If you have a basketball, you're home. Have somebody to film it for you. Email me, Marissa, at WMR.com, like right okay. now. I hope this is not our Colorado person, is nope. it? Nope. All right. Phoenix thank you. No, no, it's uh, Arizona. Oh, it's Arizona. They're Phoenix, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> all right. Here's the deal. If, if we have to be a little lax... On what counts as a basketball hoop, maybe we could do that if we have to. Listen, worst case scenarios, we have a basketball hoop in my driveway. We could probably get one of my kids to Yeah, do I have one too. Yeah. So maybe we could we yeah. could call on family. You're right. It doesn't matter who's participating in this. Nope. No, in fact. It's people who are to bet on this. Super Bowl number one. 
Half of the Jets were relatives of Joe Namath. That's right. Wow. That's I didn't right. Know that. And like in my household, I, I have been in the presence of greatness for days now. Yeah. Uh, with my son, I mean, he's just unstoppable in Fortnite and and in horse. Let's bring Dad, it back. Yeah. You are in the presence of greatness. <laughs> he actually used those words uh-huh. to tell him that. So yeah, if Seamus can do it, yeah, that'd worst, be awesome. Worst case scenario. All right. All right. I have faith in humanity. Of All course. Right. But you need to. You got to get in touch with us right now. Email Marissa at WMMR.com. Failure is not an option. <laughs> Are we sure? Or Well, no. it's <laughs> one of the menu items. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it's way down on the list. Yeah. There's other menu yeah. items. Yeah, yeah, they come before that. Yes. Asterix. <laughs> Updates are a nut current. Marissa's hands are in the air. Just like that, we got one. Okay. Hey, there you go. We got one. Jordan in Phoenixville, you're in. It's from right. an A. Iverson right in Phoenixville. Make sure it works. All right. We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back with the only live sports in America. The only. On the Preston and Steve show. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. As we speak, the engineering minds here at uh, WMMR and the Preston and Steve Show, more specifically, are hard at work bouncing signals and information all over the world to bring you this sporting event. It's astonishing. That of which we are going to try in a moment. What were you doing, that goofy little wave? Well, I was just waving to one of our contestants. We're, you know, trying to work some things out right now. I gotcha. Uh, We have uh, texts that are coming in saying, how do we watch this sporting event? Nothing's happening on the page for March Sadness. Is there a delay? Well, we haven't started it yet. Yeah, right. We're getting it up and running. We're we're having people uh, contact and and, uh, connect. And when it's all up and running and ready to go, they'll give me the word, and then we will attempt to do this, and we'll explain how we're going to do it, too, possibly, so you'll understand the complications that we might face should they arise. Absolutely. The one thing we can assure you is that pretty much throughout our entire radio career, we have run complication-free. So whenever we say we're going to do something, it comes up exactly... You're not buying that, Kathy? <laughs> not so much. I was like, where's he going with this? <laughs> this seems like a bull-faced lie. So we, we are, we're going with the assumption that this is the only live sporting event taking place in America right now. Uh, actually, the Senate just confirmed that president. They did? Okay, yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, been confirmed. Yeah, it's okay. been confirmed. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to play basketball. And we're going to do, uh, do some hoops. We're going to do a free throw shot for shot, a shoot off of sorts. And we're going to have our competitions taking place in a safe manner in that no strangers are in proximity to each other while this is taking place. Yet it is indeed competition sports. Call your friends now. Get them on board to watch us together. And you can place your bets among your friends. And you can get a little bit of that uh, sports action that you've been wanting for a while, especially if you do like to wager on it. So I have here in the studio, I'm going to do my best to get this explained to me. I have an iPad that is set up, and we are going to take the audio from the iPad. We are FaceTiming our competitors. Nick Murphy has set this up to where he can FaceTime and then broadcast it on Facebook. So is, is what we're seeing now live on our Facebook page yet, Marissa? Uh, we're what we're seeing live is live for us. Okay, uh, it's not up on uh, Facebook just. Well, that's yet. what I want to okay. know. When All it's right. up, Marissa just is giving me double thumbs up. Apparently, it's up now. So now I can see people can see what I'm seeing. Yes. All right. That's what I needed to know before I do introductions. Now the only thing is, is I see a <laughs> Nick Murphy and a guy and me. 
There's supposed to be two people playing basketball, and, and so I, I don't know. Uh, oh, 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 there we go. Oh, hey, hey, we, we got, got We got it. We got everybody. Okay, so we're going to do our best to bring you, for those who can't get online, it's okay. It's like any other sporting event. There's always a radio component to any sporting event where we bring you the coverage and we'll give you the play-by-play and the color and the whole thing so you'll be able to experience it even though it's a visual medium. But if you do have uh, the capabilities to go online and watch us, you'll be able to watch live sports taking place in a world where no sports is taking place. Uh, And it's called March Sadness. That's what we're doing. Now, let's see if we can get the audio, Casey. So you're going to bring that up. And uh, who's the guy in the green? Who's that? Is that Andrew? I don't know. Is that uh, which? Whoever is Andrew, raise your hand if you can if you can hear me. All right, that that is Andrew. Andrew's in the green, and then we have uh, uh, a guy in a tutu who I'm going to introduce <laughs> in just a moment. So let me tell you a little bit about. Uh, first of all, let me tell you who our competitors are, and we'll see if if we can hear them. How yep. about that? Yep, yep, okay. Yep. All right. So competitor number one. Is five foot nine, a thirty-six-year-old native of Carney's Point, New Jersey, who currently resides in Phoenix, Arizona. Wow! The graduate of Grand Canyon University, he loves fried food and once won an award for having the biggest head. Oh! He wears a size eight, Nick. That sounds bigger than yours. I'm impressed. Yeah. I mean, we'll have another sporting challenge down the road. (laughs) Please welcome Andrew Rinier. All right, now, the big mystery is, Andrew, let's see if we can hear you. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning. Hey! hey! We got audio! Wow. Honestly, this is all we need. Outstanding. The fact that we pulled this off is enough. Andrew, how do, uh, did I pronounce your name correct, Rainier? Rainier, yeah. Rainier, okay, Rainier. And uh, so, so you live in Arizona, you live in Phoenix. I do. It is currently uh, 5.30 in the morning. Well, thanks for getting up. We appreciate it. So uh, how long have you lived there? Uh, about 15 years. 15 years? And you, and you listen to the Preston and Steve show? Does it just kind of give you a flavor uh, of home? Is that why? Yeah, I've listened to you guys since high school, so. Nice. Excellent. All right, yeah. that's cool. We appreciate you getting up before the sun, and you're going to participate in the only sporting event in America. Uh, by the way, uh, Marissa wanted me to say to refresh the March Sadness page to watch on PrestonandSteve.com. That's what it says here. So refresh the March Sadness page to watch it on PrestonandSteve.com. Okay, we can take this incrementally to make sure everything works right. Yeah, we're going to have to do that. All right, so uh, Andrew, hang tight because we're going to introduce our next competitor. Uh, He is from Stratford, New Jersey, standing six feet tall, weighing in at 230 pounds. This (laughs) cheesesteak-loving former Rowan University football player is a dedicated husband, dad, and pre-K eighth-grade Principal, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Paul the Cement Man Sorrentino. <laughs> and as we speak, he's doing the uh, uh, he's doing the hero shake in the air, and he's also wearing a blue suit with a yellow tutu. <laughs> so we need to find out about that. Paul, can you hear me? Okay. Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, and it appears from the video that we're watching that you are in a gymnasium right now. Tell us about that. I'm, I'm in my school's gymnasium because I the perk of the job is I have keys to this at any time. <laughs> I actually have two teachers here, and this is kind of awkward as we're all trying to stay in a six-foot triangle. Yes. Um, but, yeah. I under- no students, no teachers. It's crazy right now. And do I understand Aaron, is uh, your wife, is, is filming you this morning? 
No, so she's watching the kids because she's also a teacher. Uh, um, and one of my teachers who is not in the classroom is here. Okay. Uh, and then, Andrew, it says holding the uh, the camera is your wife, Danielle. Is that correct? That is correct. All right, just want to make sure we give our credit. Now, by the way, Andrew has stepped outside. And, Andrew, like you said, it's, <laughs> it's 530 in the morning there. How are you going to be able to see? Describe to people what you've done. Uh, if Danielle can turn the camera, I have my two of my vehicles pointing lights at my house and my basketball net. So he's outside <laughs> in the driveway, and he's got the cars out there with the lights on the driveway. All right, well, oh, my are going to hate me. Uh, you're rooting for Andrew. This is Paul is yeah. rooting for Andrew. I love it. I might have to throw it just so he can get he can win. Now nah, we want an honest competition here. We got people that are laying money right. on this. This is the, currently uh, the that's only true. That's true. sporting event that people can bet on that is taking place now. So I would imagine people are wagering, setting up right now. Uh, anybody want to put any money on this uh, case? You, you, who, who are you going to take? Listen, I, I'm going to go with the guy who's been awake for a little longer. Okay. Uh, the guy at the gym. All right. Uh, for for a couple of different reasons, and I think reason number. Number one is uh, is he he didn't just wake up. You okay. know what I mean? All right. So well, I'm gonna. You know what? I'll take. You want to do a five dollar bet? You and me, five uh, bucks. I only have two dollars. All right, we'll do two dollars. <laughs> two dollars. I'm gonna take. Well, Andrew. cash is dirty. I can't. <laughs> cash is germs on. You it. can pay after. You can yeah. put up five bucks oh, and right. pay after the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, he's serious. All right. uh, Andrew, Andrew, I'm I'm gonna be in your corner. All right, man. All right, sounds good. So right. let's uh, let's give Andrew the uh, the out of town privilege. He's yes. in uh, he's, he's in visitor. Phoenix, Arizona. So we're going to allow him to go first. And the way this is going to work is we're going to go best of five. Yeah, Andrew's going to start with a free throw, and they're all fifteen feet away. They have a regulation ten foot <clears throat> high uh, hoop, and uh, we'll go one for one. And whoever gets uh, the best of five is going to be our winner. If there's a tie, then we'll do a shoot off until somebody uh, misses. Casey. Yes. Uh, what is, uh, oh, I'm sorry, you're writing down yeah, yeah, something. Yeah. I'm sorry. All right, so let's get this started and see how we do with March Sadness live on the Preston and Steve Show. Andrew, we're ready for your first shot whenever you're set to go, and I'll give the play-by-play. So he's <laughs> taking a couple of uh, couple of dribbles, and here goes the first shot, and it's off the rim. That's oh. zero, none for Andrew so far. Let's go over now to the cement man, Paul. We're ready for your first shot, Paul. Here we, here we go. All right. This is great. <laughs> He's at the this line. This is nerve-wracking, by Shot the way. goes up. He makes it. It's good. Oh! Paul, the cement man, so far, one zip. Andrew, you get to answer back. This is the second shot. Here we go. In Phoenix, Arizona, in his driveway. Here's the, the shot. And he missed it. Oh, no. Sorry, he's 0 for 2 now. We go back to oh. Paul. Let's see what we get right. next. Paul, whenever you're ready, in your tutu, take your shot. It's up. It's good. Oh. That was nothing wow. but net two wow. zip so far. Andrew's really got to turn it on here. All right, Andrew, third shot. Let's see how you do. Best of five. Shot is up. And he, did he make it? Andrew, did you make that? He did. Yes, yeah! that's good. All right. Good. On the board. Andrew won. Paul two. <laughs> Paul gets his third shot. Paul, whenever you're ready, in the gym. Toes the line. Couple of dribbles. Shot is up. And he nailed yeah. it. He's nothing He's on but fire, net. man. Three nothing. All right, so Andrew has to make. Is this his fourth shot? Yes. You absolutely have to make this one in order to stay in. If not, Paul is going to be our winner. Here we go, Andrew, from Phoenix, Arizona. Here's the shot. It's up, and it's off, and no good. That means Paul is the victor in round one of March. 
sadness. Paul throws another one up as a victory shot, and he made that one too. Andrew, what do you what do you chalk up your loss to? What uh, what went wrong there? Um, I clearly didn't get enough practice at five thirty in the morning. Okay. Um, and uh, I think Paul's. I think Paul's just money. I, I'm going to give credit to him. Yeah. yeah. All Thanks, right. Man. Good sport. I think you did a great job. I think you perhaps needed another vehicle's headlights on. And yeah. Then you <laughs> yeah. Maybe if there was like a moped or like a yes. single light or something like that. Or a like bicycle that. with yeah, a light. Yeah. That might have done it. And listen, I got to give uh, kudos to Paul and the headgear is where because he's wearing uh, gold <laughs> and blue uh, mohawk of types. Is that your school's color, Paul? Is that why you went with yeah, those yeah. colors? Okay. This is a mullet, yeah. It's a mullet. <laughs> it's a mullet. What, uh, what school oh, yeah. do you teach at if you, if you want to mention uh, Magnolia, Magnolia Public School. There's a, yeah. Probably was tiny. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, congratulations, Paul. You're going to be sticking around for the championship round. So this is what I failed to mention. This Please? is the final four. Yeah. We're already we oh, we okay. start with the final four. Casey just t- tossed his dirty two dollars <laughs> over to me. Actually, no, I owe you two. You uh, won. Yeah, you bet on Andrew. You bet on Paul. I bet on Andrew. Oh, you did. Yeah, yeah you're a good better. <laughs> Wow. I'm amazing. Yeah, Paul. Paul I, so, I wasn't paying attention. I was doing other things. I know. He's, he's, he's juggling a lot. Hey, I won. Andrew, thanks for at least participating in the only sporting event in the United States of America. We appreciate it, man. Yeah, happy to be a part of it. And thanks for listening in Phoenix. We're going to have to sign off with him. So a round of applause for, for this warrior of the hard court, the hardwood. He did it. We will raise his jersey to the roof here in the studio. I think we can yeah. retire it now. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Okay. All right. So now what do we need to do? I'm going to bring, let's bring the audio down, Casey, right, if you wouldn't mind. Right. And Paul, you're going to hang tight because we have two new competitors that we have to get on. And uh, yeah, we're going to do that. Hold on, Marissa. Yes. So, uh, yeah, Nick Murphy in the other room is going to hang up with these guys. Okay. So if you guys can just ramp for a few minutes. Uh, moments, ramp? not ramp? minutes. No, ramp. ramp. And then, um, sorry. Everybody get on the ramp. Her headphones aren't on. Yeah, here okay, I no go! problem. It's, it, it's vamp, not ramp. So anyway, go ahead. Oh, my God. I was listening to the FaceTime in my in my headphones and not uh-huh. you guys, and it was really weird. There's there's all levels of delay. In fact, that's why, Preston, you were and you did a great job doing the color commentary for people who, again, listen, we... we we uh, broadcast sports over the radio, and, and you, you, you put us put us there be able to be able to see it. That's another advantage. But there are a couple things to juggle. So we will vamp for a few seconds while everything gets up and running again. Nick Murphy, like, made this an actual sports broadcast. I'm looking at the Facebook Live right now. He has, like, a <laughs> hold on while we get our next contestants, like, image up and everything. Yeah. Like, we're, like, watching the Eagles. We it's, are the Eagles right the, now, guys. We're the 76ers. It's the only sporting event in America. Yes. <laughs> we got to do it right. At this point, commercial free. Yeah, until yeah. we play commercials, one hundred percent commercial free. <laughs> until turn our commercials. Are. Are. Yeah. You guys want to know everything I know about our next contestant? Uh, no, because okay. Okay. I want to. Uh, I want to do them introduction okay. style. Uh, it's um, not much. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, here's a ni- nice text that came in, Preston. While while we are ramping a little bit, uh, this one, <laughs> this the person texted in a nice note. All right, it says, uh, "Hey guys, is a healthcare worker who has been working nonstop." This is an awesome distraction from the damn corona. Thank you very much. So we are, uh, we are happy to do that, most definitely. All right, so I know that we have... I, I need to uh, go through this. Andrew is out. Paul is still in. Paul's going to the championship round. 
We're getting together our, our next competitors to take participation in this event we call March Sadness. My poor son, we woke him up to do this, and then the guy finally got back to him. Well, Marissa, so. okay, listen, yeah. keep him keep him at the ready. You never know, because someone could go down with an injury. You know how brutal this sport can get. Yeah. yeah. yeah he's, he's right about that. So yeah. have Seamus on, on standby. Absolutely. Ready to go just in case. I love the fact that uh, Paul got up and so dressed up this morning to participate in the way that he did. He's actually at his school. In the gym, he's he wearing a, a, the gym. he's wearing a tutu and a mullet. Uh, that's an awesome principle. Uh, I'll tell you this as well that that shows the kind of commitment that we've come to expect from this sport and the uh, the, the the people who are the pros. You can tell the pro level. You have a, you have a gentleman at, you know who gets uh, vehicles pointed, headlights pointed at his uh, driveway yeah. court, gets ready. He was off his game. I think that on that level, he, you know, the hours, Casey, I think you're right, being able to be up and practice a little bit longer. But I got to tell you something. Our current champion was just hammering them. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. a great job. Yeah. So if you enjoyed the excitement of that, get ready for the next round and call up your friends. Let them know what's going on and uh, place your wagers. Uh, and that way you you got something to bet on if sports is your thing. Absolutely. I mean, this is uh, obviously this is you conducting this, and then, and uh, we have no percentage on this, damn it. But uh, it'll all work out. All right, so. all right. So we're looking at the. I'm looking at the the iPad, which is what we're doing this through. And uh, Casey, what do you want to share? Are they getting them set up? Oh, yeah, it looks like we're set them up. Set up. Oh, oh, I love it. Okay. So just so I know. On the, the camera here, I need to see who is who. So, uh, Anthony, uh, gesture to the camera, please, so I know which one you are. Where's Okay, I got Anthony's on the right there. Excellent. All right, so uh, let's meet our next competitors this morning as we do. Did it freeze up? There it is. As we do March Sadness this morning. Our next contestant is six foot something, weighing in at 200 and something. This 46-year-old left-handed shooter from Woolwich Township, New Jersey, is no rookie to the Preston and Steve events. He's a regular at the Cardboard Classic. Originally from Reno, Nevada, this former Little League coach peaked in high school where he was a five-time varsity letterman and once ran the 40-yard dash in 4.4 seconds in 1992. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for... Anthony Sofran. Hey, Anthony. How you doing this morning, bud? I'm doing good. Doing good. Excellent. So, uh, looks like you're outside in the neighborhood. You're in front of your home. Yeah, right in front of our house. Yep. Excellent. AV guy here holding the camera for us, and we're ready to go. All right. Yeah, his uh, 15-year-old son Austin is behind the lens holding the camera, so he's going to be doing that. We got to give him a plug. All right. Let's meet our next competitor, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Calling from work, it's listener James. Those stats are amazing. Unbelievable that someone is at work using a phone to call in. James, uh, first of all, where where are you from? Uh, I'm from Warminster, Pennsylvania. And uh, where do you work? Uh, here in Horsham. All right, but I mean, what what type of business that you guys have a, a, a basketball hoop? Bio, bio, well. Bio decontamination, but they like to have fun on our lunch break. Bio decontamination? Wait, what he said, but they like to have fun on their lunch break. I absolutely love it. Well, listen, James, thanks for being a last-minute competitor. People are starving for sports in America right now. 
And we're giving them the one that's sweeping the nation. I'll tell you this. You know, the Tom Brady story pales in comparison. This is the sports that's going on this now. This is live sports in America taking place. So, all right, this is, uh, it's easy. It's one for one, best of five. That's our winner. The winner goes to the championship round to take on Paul. And then we will deem our winner of March Sadness. Uh, so you can, by the way, if you're just tuning in, you can catch this on our Facebook page, on the President's Team Facebook page. We are carrying this live sporting event. And we're doing it safe with social distancing. These guys aren't anywhere near each other. And you can log on to PrestonSteve.com, too. All right. Let's, uh, since I introduced him first, we're going to go with Anthony as our first competitor. So, Anthony, get to the free throw line 15 feet away. These are all regulation sizes, we're assuming. And Anthony gets the first shot. So, Anthony, whenever you're ready, best of five. Here we go. First shot's up. And it's good. Nothing so far. Now, James hasn't had a chance to go yet. Let's see if he can answer right back. So, James, line up and take your free throw shot. James, a couple of dribbles. He's eyeing it. It's kind of shady where he is. Here's his shot, and it's... Oh, it's good! We got a game here, folks. 1-1. Second shot. Let's go back to Anthony. Here we go, Anthony. Whenever you're ready, he shoots, and it's good as well. All right, back and forth. Let's see if he can answer right back. James, it is your turn. Whenever you're ready, take the shot. It's up, and he goes wide to the right. That's a miss for James. So, so far, 2-1, Anthony. Third shot. Anthony, when you're ready, fire away. His shot is up, and it's good. Three in a row for Anthony. Let's go back to James. Last-minute competitor. His shot is up, and it hits off the front of the rim. That's a no-go. That means that... He could seal it right here. Anthony could wrap this whole thing up. His shot is up. He went a little early, and he missed. Okay. All right, James is still in it. Let's go, James. His fourth shot is a car just drove by in the parking lot right behind him. He makes the shot. Oh, wow. James is still in it. This is Anthony's final shot. Let's see how he does. Anthony, when you're ready, this is for... You to stay in. It's up, and it's good. That's game. Wow. That's game. That's four. You're That's right. Game. James can't do it. Yeah. Anthony is yeah. our winner. Round two of the final four. James, not bad, but at least you didn't get hit by that car that came really close to you as you were driving. Was that one of your coworkers that drove by? No, the other company. The uh, other uh, company. Uh, Those <laughs> bastards. Hey, yeah. James, listen, at least you are part of the initial, the inaugural run of this, uh, what's going to be the biggest sporting event in America. Yeah. Uh, it so, feels good. I'm feeling the sadness. So, yeah. so when there is a Hall of Fame, and we're probably thinking, <laughs> what, uh, the Phoenixville or some, some place to set up where you can set up the, the Hall of Fame? Yeah, maybe. Oh, we have to do it here. Where okay. in Bellican? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, you four point. will be immortalized. <laughs> <Yes>. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, James, thanks a lot. We appreciate it. We're going to sign off with you. But, Anthony, you're going on to the I'm championship going, round, yeah. my man. And uh, what's great is you already, you have more baskets than uh, it took Paul to win, who you're going to be facing off with in the championship. He only had three, but uh, it had to wrap at that point. So now we're going to go through the process of getting Paul back on the line and then we will find out who the winner of March Sadness is in this inaugural run. It's exciting. It's a freaking nail-biter, man. It's actual live sports. People competing in sports, which has been missing for days now. We're doing it in a safe, responsible manner with as much social distancing you can get. Not feet, miles of distance between these people. And that makes it fantastic. One thing you will have to do this round, Preston, is 
Drug testing. Oh so ask God, each yeah. of them oh, wow. if they're using drugs. Okay, we will make sure that we do that. That's something we didn't consider. All right, it looks like we're already up and running. We have uh, Paul back on and Anthony together. Uh, Paul was our first champion. So, Paul, let me go to you. And Steve uh, posed a very good question. Have you yes. been doing any drugs? Uh, no. Okay, <laughs> no performance-enhancing drugs. You passed your drug test. That sounds positive. All right, let's go to Paul. Paul, are you using drugs? No, oh, absolutely not. Okay, okay. you passed your drug All test. Right, good. Right, very good. Drug hey, test is passed. Yes. Real quick, Preston, uh, do you want to go double or nothing on this one? You're mm-hmm. already in the hole for me for $2. Um, we can make this either four or I could owe you zero. Uh, do I get to choose who? Yes, yeah. I'll, I'll even give you a choice. All right, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Anthony. You're going to go with Anthony? I'm going to go with Anthony. Anthony, was, he was just drilling him, man. Uh, so I'm going to go with Anthony. I'm two bucks in the hole. Let's put up another two. Okay. All right. All right. All right, and we'll see Sounds how we're going. All right, uh, were you guys ready for the championship? Already, already, yeah. biting at the bit. All right, uh, who do we get to go first? You know what, should we do like a coin flip or something like that? Yes. Yeah. Right. Anybody got a coin? Yeah, no. somewhere. Right. No, no, don't use an actual coin. It's Corona filthy. Yeah, here we go. All right, Casey's got a coin. I'll say uh, Paul is heads and uh, Anthony is tails. Okay, okay, so flipping the coin, it's tails. So Anthony is going to go first. Anthony, <clears throat> you will be the first. So get to the line. It's the best of five. And remember, if they go five for five, then we have a shoot off at the end. Uh, all right. Uh, first to miss will lose. So Anthony is up with a shot. Whenever you're ready, bud, go for it. Couple of baskets. He's outside, by the way. Shot is up, and it is off the front. It is no good. Yeah, zero for Anthony so far. Back to the gym at Magnolia. We have Paul with his shot. Here we go, Paul. Inside. Better conditions. Shot's up. And he misses! So far, we got a tie game. Sorry, Casey. Back to Anthony, who is in the driveway. Anthony, when you're ready. Shot is up, and yes. it bounces off yes. the rim. So no shots made so far. Second I think the pressure, Preston. Second shot for Paul. When you're ready, Paul, go for it. Uh, it's up, and he missed. I'm telling you, it's the nerves of the championship. It is. It is. This it is the is kind the of nerves. action we know. All right, back to Anthony. Third shot, best of five is what we're going for. All right, Anthony. Basket's up. He made it. That one was a good one. All right. Next to Paul in his blue jumpsuit and tutu. Let's see if he can get it. Here is his attempt. Shot is up. And he missed. By the way, was that their fourth? That was their third shot each. That was their third shot each. All right, back to Anthony for his fourth, who's so far leading one nothing. Oh, man. Here's the shot. Oh, man. It's up, and it's wide. Paul is still in this. Fourth shot for Paul in his gym. All right, Paul, make the shot. It's up. And it was terrible. All right, so if Anthony makes this, he wins it. Yep. This is the fifth shot. He's up one nothing. Anthony, this is for the championship of March Sadness when you're ready. The shot is up. It's good. Anthony is our champion. Anthony is the champion. Anthony is the champion. March. If I make this underhand, can I count for two? No. Sadness. No, Paul. But I do want to see a granny shot from you. Go ahead. Let's see. Okay, see right, if he I'll makes it, it underhanded, he wants us to give him two. We're not going to give it to him, but let's at least see no, if he makes fine. it. The shot's right. up. It's wide. It's no good. Oh. Paul definitely wins for style, but Anthony wins for yeah. the score. Yeah. Good job, Anthony. Oh, you too. 
Anthony from Woolwich Township, New Jersey, and uh, he takes the championship. Astonishing. That's huge. You want to talk about, you know, so we've taken a little bit of hit with this pandemic, but here you saw four champions going at it, bringing sports back to a nation that is weary and hungry for entertainment. God bless all of these people. Absolutely. Wow. Hey, uh, Anthony, how do you feel after your win? I feel great. I, I worked out pretty hard this morning, went up downstairs probably twice, and uh, you know, got, a, got a good practice in. So Good, good man. Good. You, you saw that uh, that it needed to be done. By the way, it says you're a regular at the Cardboard Classic. Do you participate or are you a uh, uh, an observer? Uh, we participate. This year we had a uh, sled that was uh, had slot machines on it. Oh, oh okay. you were excellent. It exploded at the very end of the run. Yes, people love it. You're a crowd pleaser. <laughs> it's what you do. Uh, well, that's awesome. We're going to at least set you up. we we got to give some prizes to these guys. Yeah, we could probably gifts. hook them up with a case of beer. Or yeah, something we'll like do that. something yeah. along those suit. lines. But hey, more importantly, you have you have uh, you have supplied some entertainment, some much needed sports entertainment for a very thirsty country. So congratulations, guys. We appreciate it. Right, thank you. All right, Anthony and Paul made it made it to the championship round, and uh, well, it worked. Oh my god, it worked. It worked. It worked. It worked. <laughs> Does that mean we're going to do this again? I don't know. Okay, I, I think we can. I think it. You know, the, I'm just stunned that it came off. But when you have people like Nick Murphy and Marissa and all you guys. Uh, working behind the scenes, of course, our thanks to uh, to NASA. Yes. Our thanks to the satellite system around the world. All our sponsors. Our sponsors. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody involved. The Met Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the medical industry, yeah. uh, interstate truckers, uh, everything <laughs> that helped pull this together. Uh, it's amazing. And thanks to James for being our last-minute uh, competitor. Casey, and thanks to Seamus yeah. for, for getting up early <laughs> and at least volunteering to participate. Well, Seamus might very well be in the next round. Yeah. Should we watch him shoot some hoops? Uh, no, nah, you, nah, you just put everything nah, away. Just okay. put it all away. It's, you know, it was really hard to do that. You want to watch somebody in their bathroom? Yes. <laughs> Actually, if you're taking a dump right now. <laughs> Please, call us. Call up. us and, and <laughs> FaceTime us and... Uh, and, and we'll just watch. for us, you know. And, uh, and we'll bet if you've thing. got floaters or sinkers. Let's go Chuck Berry this morning. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, anyhow, I'm just happy that worked. Yeah. I, it I'm worked. Absolutely. It was stunning. All right. A reminder that we have a secret text word today, gang. It is a Wednesday, so if you're interested in winning a case of Sly Fox Pikeland pills, text the word secret to 39333 because we'll send a word back to you later on. We'll ask you to call in with the word designated caller is going to win a case of beer. And we'll also grab a random texter, and you can uh, try this. Another Sly Fox Brews Friday with Keith at Big Top Beverage in Roslyn's from 430 to 630. It says right here on my little information sheets. So. And I believe those sheets. Yeah. All right. What do you say? Huh? Uh, there's new copy. Who? Uh, that says all Sly Fox tap rooms are open to provide beer and food to go. And I think that's what I was supposed to say. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Make sure you stay with us. 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, Vixen 77. Celebrating our area's best talent. Bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Hear and see more at WMMR.com. Keyword, Local Shots. 
Vixen 77. Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. It's a nice text from uh, Debbie Pearson and Warren P.H. She says, uh, hey guys, thanks uh, for taking everybody's mind off of all this stuff for a while. I'm at work, have my headphones on, and I'm cracking up, getting some strange looks from my coworkers. <laughs> Love you guys. So she enjoyed the uh, the March sadness. Yes, is, and uh, we we have more stuff in, uh, planned that way. We're gonna we're gonna get through this, as we keep saying. Uh, and uh, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And uh, it, listen, it doesn't hurt to be on top of what'll be the biggest sport in the nation when we come out the other side, I, Preston. I agree. Uh, I agree. You I'm, were there when it started. Now the question is, uh, you have full ownership of the swag and the merchandising. That's you, I'm sure you'll understand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That yeah. we plan on profiting from that extensively. Yes. Well, it's just like George Lucas owning Star Wars off the uh, bat, right? Not his fault. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah but yeah. he bought like all the toys and right. everything. You know. So. I mean, it's you. I'm sure you understand. Right. When yeah. You, the, you, there is an action figure associated with Amelia Bite sure. fast food. You know, it's it's just part of the deal. It's what what keeps the the gears moving, as yeah. they say. Yeah. Don't hate us for having sight. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, we have, uh, some audio clips to play. Yes. Uh, Steve, uh, Steve, a lot of times will isolate these audio clips and sometimes I, I never, I don't get around to getting them on the air, but there's a, a wealth of them today. Would you like me to lead you through the journey here? Yeah. In just a second. But I, I would have put them in the entertainment report, but it was chock full of, of stories already. So. And they're not very entertaining. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, but, uh, they're, they're interesting. Uh, you right. know what? In times of crisis, uh, I've always, you know, we've always known that Matthew McConaughey has a laid back. McConaughey has a laid-back view of things, and there is something bizarrely comfortable about and comforting about his messages yesterday on his social media. So oh. we have words of comfort from Matthew McConaughey. Here's what I'm, I'm wondering if I'll hear any, because he, he whistles his asses. A little bit. When he speaks. A little bit. Yeah. Throws me off Smokes a, a lot bit. of pot. Let's, yeah. uh, let's hear it. Plays his drums nude. I haven't heard this yet. Here we go. Hey, everybody. McConaughey here. Just want to say in these crazy times uh, that we're in with the coronavirus, yeah. let's take care of ourselves and each other. Uh, let's not go to the lowest common denominator and get paranoid. Let's do our due diligence, take the precautions we need to to take care of ourselves and those of us around us. Right now, more than ever before, we're all more dependent on each other than we ever have been. I do like his delivery, though. Uh, it's, I, I, I like that it. approach. And you know what? He's the, they have actually determined he's the least likely to have the coronavirus in the country because he spends all his time ice fishing, if you look at those Lincoln commercials. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Is there one where he's ice fishing? There's one where he's ice fishing. I have not seen that oh, one yet. He's uh, sitting in the back of his uh, Lincoln crossover. Yeah. And uh, his, uh, the, the thing, the little flag waves because uh, he's caught a fish through he's, the ice. Yeah. He, and he whistles. He whistles the Andy, yeah. the, uh, Andy Griffith theme. <laughs> I, I did not know that. Does he seriously? He, yeah, yeah, he really does. <laughs> All right, here's the next clip from him as he continues on. There is a green light on the other side of this red light that we're in right now. And I believe that green light is going to be built upon the values that we can enact right now. So, yes, let's see if we can make some lemonade out of this lemon that we're in the middle of. Turn a red light into a green light. Just keep living. All there right. we go, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I like that approach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes right. sense. <laughs> I would love sense. to know, the, because I had a priest in my school uh, growing up who, he was a whistle talker. Yeah. And it's, it, sometimes, it because he had the you know the, the microphone on there, and sometimes yeah. it would really, really echo. President from, Obama went to a time. Yeah. yeah. He, he had a whistle, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, what were you wondering? Uh, what is it? If in, he should be killed. In, no. What is it in, in, the, in the mouth makeup? Uh, that causes separation people. of your teeth, a little bit, of, a little separate. 
or the or the shape of of your lips so yeah. that they that they naturally make because uh, it, it just you know it, it just happens and some people can't whistle at all like my oldest son can't whistle he does the half whistle which is kind of Nick you can't either <laughs> can thing. you I can whistle yeah I just okay. can't do the, the uh, tongue whistle like, oh. like that oh. <laughs> that yeah, yeah. I yeah. can do that. Yeah, um, I can only do it with my fingers in my mouth, so I have to refrain from doing that. I can only do it with your you fingers in my mouth. You can stick your fingers in your mouth. It's okay. I can? Yes. Come on! You, you know where your fingers Jesus have been, Christ. right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I probably I mean, shouldn't put them in my mouth. them. Yeah, I had them in someone. I had them in someone to push. Can't remember if it was my yeah, right or my yeah, left. Yeah, yeah. Right. Bill, uh, Bill, did I have my fingers in your butt earlier? I just uh, <laughs> I want to do a whistle. <laughs> no, you did not. No, they're in somebody's butt. All right. Uh, so, what else you want to say? So, we had the late night shows, and this is something that you listen. Uh, obviously, things are changing, and for the next couple of weeks, uh, you know, uh, we're going to be dealing with uh, different ways to get our entertainment. Uh, hopefully, you're staying with us on the radio, obviously. But uh, late night shows, Fallon and Kimmel took to YouTube to do hybrid versions of their shows. So, Jimmy Fallon did a quasi tonight show from his home. All right, here we go. This is Jimmy Fallon, and this is the uh, Tonight Show home edition, I guess you can call it. I, we really don't know what this is. Uh, I'm in a room in my in my house. My camera operator is my wife. Hi. Hi, honey. <laughs> Thank you for doing this. And uh, we have uh, my, my dog, Garrett. Garrett. My dog, Gary, is my first guest. Hi, Gary. Sit, sit. Gary, sit. Um, and then, yeah, hi, Franny. And uh, just, just going to happen. Franny, do you want to play the drums? No. Okay, perfect. Okay. So where did this air? This was on YouTube. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. and, That's uh, actually really cute. How long did he go for? Uh, three hours. No, he did just about like, like 10, 15 minutes. Oh, okay. And uh, then uh, Fallon attempted a monologue. All right, here we go. Guys, I'm going to do some monologue jokes here. Okay. So, uh, I'm going to read them to you here. Of course, there's no audience. Well, there is an audience. My, my wife, but shouldn't really laugh at everything that I say. So, we'll see. But things are funny. But, you know, hey. So, I'm doing the show from my house in New York. And this is how crazy New York traffic is. I'm doing the show from my living room. And I was still 20 minutes late getting in. But I hope you guys are like me and enjoy all this extra time with your family. Isn't it great? Here's where I go. Here's where I go. <laughs> I'm doing the show from my house in New York, and this is how crazy New York traffic is. I'm doing the show from my living room, and I was still 20 minutes late getting in. <laughs> so like a half I wrote that line. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was her line. That's why. I hope you guys are like me and enjoy all this extra time with your family. Isn't it great? So far, it's been pretty fun at the house. We've been doing lots of coloring, making pillow forts, doing arts and crafts, while the kids have been watching TV in the basement. <laughs> okay. Uh, then Kimmel did uh, from his uh, house as well. His uh, his kid did uh, their th- uh, show's theme song. Okay, yeah. here we go. Jimmy Kimmel live. <laughs> this is ridiculous. That's cute. This is ridiculous. <laughs> and then uh, Kimmel did his attempt at a monologue. All right, here we go. I'm going to shoot a mini monologue every day until we get back from my house where I am currently incarcerated. I mean, camping out with my family. You know, you learn a lot about yourself when you're isolated at home. For instance, uh, I learned that I have two young children. 
which was really something <laughs> to find out. Thank God for television. My blood type right now is Disney positive or Disney plus, whatever they call it. Nice. Yeah. All right. I read on the joke. And then, um, so there's other things. I, I, you can play this before we go to Dr. Phil. Uh, Trevor Noah okay. was moved by the uh, Italian, the videos of the Italian people on their balconies, okay. uh, you know, singing. And he attempted to do the same thing in Manhattan ah. with less uh, successful results. Right, here we go. So I've been inspired by Italy, and I figure, like, why don't we do this in New York? We're also neighbors out here. Let's, let's be together, you know? I can show you the world <laughs> shining shimmer. Of course. And then um, Dr. Phil has some tips for quarantine and being in close quarters with family members. Okay, here we go. The first one, be honest about it. Look, we're stuck together, so let's just acknowledge it. You, you can't change what you don't acknowledge, so you need to acknowledge it. Number two, make a list of your annoyances. I mean, sit down and be honest with the person. Say, here's what annoys me about you. Next, you're going to have Pause differences. You're going to have. You shouldn't do that. Uh, so, I, I, and that's exactly what I thought. The best thing to do is to stay as far away from everyone as possible uh, and don't communicate at all. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> I, and in my household, the kids don't have to make lists. They just let you know as soon They'll as just tell you as soon as something is right. annoying is happening. They're going to let you know. But he does have some some salient advice. Okay. Here. All right. I backed it up all a little right. bit, but. I mean, sit down and be honest with the person. Say, here's what annoys me about you. Next, you're going to have differences. You're going to have arguments. Don't do it in front of the children. Next, have a safe word where you can walk away. If you're having a discussion and your partner says hippopotamus or whatever, that's right. Okay, we've agreed in advance. If either one of us says this, we turn and walk away. How about F you? Yeah. 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 That's, I F mean, you. Uh, I'm leaving. Using. Even in the height of a pandemic, <laughs> I'm leaving you. In theory, that all works. But, you know, in practice, if somebody says hippopotamus and you're like, oh, yeah, well, F you too. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah I'm totally. shove a hippopotamus <laughs> up your ass. Yeah. yeah. By the way, speaking of Dr. Phil, his house was up for sale a few weeks or months ago. Did you guys see the pictures I'm of how sh- hideous his house is? Really? You would Wait, think was that him gorgeous. or his, or his son? Uh... I thought it was him. Uh, I thought it was his son's home that had the really straight. It was straight decorated in a really strange way. It basically had like a it, the the banister of the staircase looked like a snake. Yeah, it's and, his son. Oh, it is his son. <laughs> yeah, he sold yeah. it. Oh my god! Yeah, he sold yes. it to a, lo- a local socialite. It just uh, was on uh, was for sale last month, and then it recently sold for five point seven five million. Ooh. Oh, that's that's horrible. Yeah, it's uh, it's really ugly. It's really strange. Uh, really, did really... this uh, this big snake? <laughs> And over here, it looks like an iguana eating a refrigerator. Yeah, in in the dining room, there's all these assault rifles and assault weapons hanging on the walls. On the wall. and I'm like, I don't think it's Doctor Phil, but uh, yeah. What the hell does his son do for a living? That's a good question. Uh, he's he's nothing. His, his dad. dad is Doctor Phil. <laughs> he's a leech. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't mind the bar area. It's pretty cool looking. I, uh, I'm gonna I skip the, the dining room, but the billiard room looked pretty cool. But, yeah, but even it's, so, it's very. It's very Elvisy, you know yeah, what I mean. You are so right. It's exactly all you need is like a, the jungle room in the basement. Yeah, yeah. You need like a, a black velvet tiger. On the uh, wall. Where's my monkey, man? <laughs> where's my monkey? Who was it? Remember, was it the Kardashian? One of the Kardashians that did like the all white house? Was that Kim, Kim and Kim and and, and, they, and they did this? I mean, it, they have gone as absolutely minimalistic as you can. 
And it, if you ever saw the George Lucas film TH one THX one one three eight, where it's just it, that's what it looks like. So my friend, I, did, there's no warmth to that house whatsoever. My friend is is currently doing that, um, and it's it's really? ma- is mainly white. She, there's a little bit of gray in it, but uh, the entire house is white. At some point. That's going to become boring. I, I I've like, got to believe. Listen, it, I know you like it. It but... looks like it always looks clean. Yeah, it looks no. so good. I, I, listen, I watch a lot of HGTV, and when they do like a white quartz countertop. But That's you, what she has. You do need like... A little bit of color, like a soft gray or something like that. Well, I... that's what my friend is doing. It's, and so it's not completely white like the Kardashians where there was nothing there. There, there is a little bit of color in gray, I guess you could I, call I, it. I guess I, I like, uh, I like. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 to me, that looks so clinically antiseptic. Yeah, it doesn't Perfect. Look, it doesn't look homey. <laughs> no. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kath, I've been watching entirely too much HDTV. So much so that every time, every time I'm watching, I go, I, I, I hate my house. Oh, yeah. I do that all the time. My floors well, are terrible. Oh, my God. My bathroom's mm-hmm. the worst. We're mm-hmm. going to want you to come up with some project ideas yeah. you know, as people hey. are hunkering down things yeah, we'll, to do at home. So, we'll get to that in another conversation yeah. fully. But yeah. Well, so I was curious about, like, uh, contractors and plumbers and things like that. Like, are they able to? Is that what you were t- just talking about, Preston? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so obviously projects are something people are working on. Hey, real quick, I want to do a uh, shout out. It says, hey, guys, I have a quick Question slash favor. I want to see if there's a way that I can get a shard out or a raging butthole <laughs> for my dad, Brian Hinderhofer. Hinderhofer? Not long ago, they found out he had cancerous polyps in his colon, was told they needed to, to remove a third of his colon. Well, yesterday they went in, they took a chunk of his poop shoot, <laughs> and he's doing amazing. It uh. would mean the world hearing it from his favorite radio show. He also introduced me to your show over 20 years ago. He's laid up in the hospital, resting, and with everything going on, no one can visit him. So a quick shard-out would make my old man smile. We'll do a, sh- a shard-out and, uh, and a butthole. Do you have a case? Oh, I got it. Yeah. Uh, if you can help, it's much appreciated. Gadzooks, my friends, and that is from uh, Jacob Hinderhofer. So here you go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Anything <laughs> make people happy is what we do. Uh, speaking of make- making people happy and with people canceling their plans... Uh, you guys probably saw this. I thought this was uh, kind of fun. Uh, Norma and Dave Trill had planned to celebrate the 53rd <laughs> wedding anniversary on a 10-day cruise. Uh, the voyage was canceled. They were forced to stay home with the 74-year-olds who live in Melbourne, Australia, figured out how to pretend they were on a cruise. Their daughter posted a video of them on Facebook that shows the, the couple sitting in chairs in their living room. It's great. With their feet propped up as they're watching a video of the ocean air on their television. <laughs> as it as it pulls back, at first you think it's legit, and yeah. then it pulls back and it shows they're just kind of sitting there pretending. Uh, the video also shows two rolls of toilet paper <laughs> and what appears to be a minion wearing sunglasses and a bottle of hand sanitizer. So, you know, with faking the, their way through it with that pressure, as the stuff moves along, things will things will present themselves to us and people will get clever about how they can do workarounds. And that'll help get through this even quicker when you find things to do that allow you to expend time and, and to. Turn this into a positive, like with home, uh, uh, you know, activities, Corona activities. You're talking about Corona activities? Yeah. Ooh. I think we're going to get to that list tomorrow. Oh, yes. Uh, Kathy has, has made a list of uh, Corona activities. And so if you've been, uh, if I love been it. trying to find some new and interesting things to do, we'll have uh, a list of the, those tomorrow. So you can, add, you can add to them already. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another uh, Corona update, uh, LVMH is prepping its perfume and cosmetics production sites to manufacture manufacture hydrochlor- hydroalcoholic gel. That's So, hand sanitizer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So they're going to do that. So factories that produce perfume and makeup for brands like Christian Dior, Givenchy. Ooh. They say it right? Givenchy. Givenchy. I don't know. Givenchy. Uh, well, that's <laughs> what I always call it. Givenchy. <laughs> you got any of that Givenchy? Uh, we'll be making hand san- sanitizer this week. Uh, the French luxury conglomerate will deliver the free disinfectant to French authorities and the assistance public hôpitaux de Paris. Ah, the hospital of Paris. Shut up. Yeah, the <laughs> largest hospital system in Europe. Uh, and they said in a statement, through this initiative, LVMH intends to help address the risk of lack of production in France and enable a great number of people to continue to take the right action to protect themselves from the spread of the virus. So I guess, yeah, alcohol is a big part of... Uh, of perfumes and things like it that. It absolutely right? is. Yeah. And, it's, so, so, and colognes, obviously, yeah. the age old thing was that, you know, you'd have winos would drink aqua velva yeah, yeah. because it had a high alcohol content. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so and they're going to breath and, smell good. And we mentioned it earlier the, the some of the local uh, distilleries are going to yeah. be uh, doing that as well. So, uh, everybody's kind of chipping in to help in that regard. Uh, and then I saw this other thing as well that uh, kind of like we did with our March Sadness a little while ago. Uh, connecting people via FaceTime and so on, uh, people are now hosting virtual reality happy hours <laughs> so that they can be drinking with people. I kind of did it last night. Yes. Really. Sort of. I did yeah. a... Did uh, you have fun? I did a Facebook... I had a blast! Yeah. I did Facebook Live, and it was it was St. Patrick's Day. Normally, Tuesday is not like a drinking day for me, but I'm like, you know what? St. Patty's Day. I was sick all last week. I feel better now. I feel like having a Bev. Yeah. So I so I put on Facebook Live and and some other people grabbed a drink and joined me and we just kind of chatted. It was cool. Yeah, we um like St. Patty's Day is a big holiday for my mom and she always makes ham and cabbage and stuff and and usually my siblings would come over and so we didn't do that last night and I dropped off uh, ham and cabbage to my sister's house and then we FaceTimed and basically you know tried to eat dinner together. Yeah, a virtual meal together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and there there will be you know you'll the next St. Patrick's Day you'll have your you'll have you'll have your meal and it'll be fine. But the, for this time, I think you made the wide choice. Your mom's in the higher risk category. Hey, yeah. what I didn't know until you actually told me about a case. And while I was off last week, and what we did just now with the uh, March sadness was, I did not know that FaceTime you could conference in multiple screens and multiple people at the same time. Yes, you can. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah and I don't know what it maxes out with because I, I know Nick Murphy is going to check into it. Um, and it's uh, th- there are a number of services that will allow you to talk to multiple people. Did you see? I, th- I sent it over. Uh, uh, it's a Google um, app add-on for Netflix, Preston. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. No, what is it? Okay. I, I, oh, yeah. Yes. Where people can chat while watching a movie together. So they have a group yeah. viewing party. Yes. Yeah. So, so the, apparently that feature had been around, but nobody was really no using it. No one was it. using it. And now? Yeah. They're using you it. You got a reason to use <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because on Sunday, I was trying to sync it up with people via my Instagram live, with where we all went to... Um, uh, Netflix at the same time and all watched a movie at the same time. And somebody had messaged me saying that, that they have this feature. And I was uh, too lazy to look it up. So um, you can do it. You don't have to do it the hard way like like I did it. All right. Nick found this. It says uh, Apple currently uh, caps group FaceTime calls. How many people would you think? Just a guess as to how 20. many. Okay. What do you guys think? Mm, Ten. I, I see the answer. 32. Oh, wow. There you go. That's a party. That's, yeah, a, it that's is. a big party, actually. Do you guys want to try and do our uh, conference call tonight with uh, FaceTime? No. 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 <laughs> what? Why are you guys such buttheads? Because you're sitting at home. I'm always naked. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, because we already do it. Yeah, I know. Successfully. Uh, but, I mean, oh, and Marissa's do- Marissa doesn't have an iPhone. I know. I'm trying to exclude her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to uh, force her into getting an, uh, an iPhone. Thanks, Case. And all the time. <laughs> you have an iPad, all- by the way. Uh, I have Steve's iPad. Well, <laughs> it's your no, no. I got the iPad for the show. It's it is yours oh. to do with as you feel fit. Thank you, you guys. There's Zoom too, which you guys aren't familiar with. Oh, it's I did an, my oh, yeah. yoga class on it you? yesterday. Yeah. Oh. Ex- explain Zoom for people who are unfamiliar, Mar- Marissa. It's a video conferencing site. So you log in and you can have your video on or off. Um, and you can have a whole bunch of screens up top. I do them like as weekly conference calls. Yeah. Uh, so there was like a, a lot of uh, schools are doing that, mm-hmm. like you just mentioned, Kathy. And uh, my, Zoom? my son's uh, online classes are scheduled to start today. And um, his social studies uh, teacher in particular is going to uh, teach via Zoom. Yeah, a, max so out, log- a max out number do, do they have on it? or uh, No. No. I mean, they're teaching classes this way. Okay. Excellent. Huh. Okay. So so it's uh, so at home you have a large family you want to just and you can throw that up on your big TV at home, correct? Yeah. So you can have a lot of screens going and 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 get have family get together. This is for Zoom. You guys probably don't remember. I, don't I remember. Know. I, I had a crush on one of the Zoomer girls. Like Was she it, the though. Asian girl? I think so. Yeah. Who did, who did this thing? Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I did. It's she would do this thing with her arms, which is really weird. Anyway, it, yeah, it looked like she, I don't know, but it was good. It was like a, it was an optical illusion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Right. Anyway, that's for those of you in our studio. You could have zoomed that out to to many people. I could have, Marissa. Uh, did any of you guys watch a Dropkick Murphy's Facebook Live? Nope. No, because I was doing a Facebook Live video, and every, and some people were like, you know, you're competing with the Dropkick. It was Dropkick was, Preston. Yeah. I was watching Love It or List It, uh, Marissa Aww. is your name. Uh, I was watching it. It was really good. I'm sorry I didn't realize your Facebook Live impression. I would have watched that. Um, it was great, except it was just so odd when they would, like, end the song. And there was no applause. And there was just nothing. There's literally one guy in the back you could hear laughing. <laughs> laughing? That was great, More guys. Like, Laughing or cheering or Ken was like, "Hey Brian, can they hear that guy in the background?" Okay, cool. <laughs> like, I would say so. So to that point, like we had uh, uh, Bono did a, a thing. I don't oh, know if yeah. you, the, you, yep. you could do it for music news if you want, or you do it here. Whatever. I'll you want. mention it, but uh, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't mind playing it here. Steve, you know who was in the audience? It was the uh, tickling butthole band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like your music. I want to tickle your butthole. <laughs> what was that you said there? I said I want to tickle your butthole. My finger. <laughs> when you're asleep, I like to tickle butt off. You need to go, buddy. Uh, all right, so we have Bono uh, singing this. Everybody's tickling buttholes. This, this is Bono wrote a wrote a song about uh, St. Patrick's Day St. and Patrick's how the, the empty streets of Dublin. All right, and uh, so he 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 was moved to do this for St. Patrick's Day. Our little postcards. From Bubble in Dublin uh, on the St. Patrick's Day. Little tune made up here about an hour ago. Uh, I think it's called Let Your Love Be Known. That's not to think. Yes, there was silence. Yes, there was no people here. Yes, I walked through the streets of Dublin And no one was near And I can't reach 
But I can rain, you can't touch. But you can, you can sing across rooftops. Like as he was just kind of working on something. Working like, on you know what, something. I'll, I'll go ahead and share this. So. It's time to get extra sad tonight. The streets are empty. Let's call it right. Do you remember Kill myself in my house right now? Uh, a little depressing. You know they they uh, they canceled the St. Patrick's Day parade, obviously. But they when we were there, they canceled the St. Patrick's Day parade. Steve, remember they they had the, their mouth, hand and foot, hand and face, hand and face, buttonhole. <laughs> Uh, it was, um, yeah, and in fact, we went into it. <laughs> We're going to get the sights and sounds of Ireland mm-hmm. right from Ireland, St. Patrick's Day. And all the bars had the New York St. Patrick's Day program. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't happening. And what? in fact, they were playing Jamaican music in the authentic Irish pub. Swear to God, yeah. he's not kidding. They were playing Bob Marley. All right, so the beginning of that song sounded eerily similar to, to another song, and I can't place it. Can you can you play it again? From the top. Our little postcards from Bubble and Dublin. Bubble in Dublin. And on the St. Patrick's Day, little tune made up here. Are you talking about just the, the, the progression of the, the piano? Right from here on. About an hour ago, I think it's called Let Your Love Be Known. That's it. Okay, so my text yep. in, you're right. Nights in White Satin. Yep. Yeah, sounds like Nights in This is a little one I call Nights in White Satin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. Wrote it an hour ago. <laughs> Just wrote it off the top of my head. <laughs> and here's one that sort of goes like this. We are Sergeant Pepper's Love <laughs> Club Band. Oh, but that don't exist, does it? All right, here's another one I'll do. Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> the entire yeah. catalog. He's, he's like completely ripped. All right. Uh, well, listen, I do want to take a break because I have some other music news stories we'll get to in a little bit, as well as some bizarre file stories. So we are going to break and come back with those things in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us because we've got more stuff to give away, too. Secret text word. Text word secret 39333. Giving away some beer from our friends at Sly Fox. We'll be back in a sec. The Preston Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. You will love this, Kathy. Yes. I got this uh, text from Suzanne. It says, for the last few days, my kids, Charlotte and Caroline, who are six and four years old, have been playing Preston and Steve, and they keep fighting over who gets to beat Kathy. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I love that. They're playing <laughs> Preston, Preston and Steve. Steve. Oh, my God. God, I wonder what they're talking about. I'd like to see that. If, oh. you, if you want your, if you have your kids enact the Preston and Steve show. And film them. Uh, yeah, send and, it to us. And send it to us. I would, I would love. We'll air it. <laughs> To see that happening, I never even thought of that. If there's, um, if there's ever been a more efficient way to corrupt our nation's youth, that would be it. Also, somebody says, hey, I'm loving the fact that you're using the information tabs on our radios to promote social distancing and right, reminding us to wash our hands. I didn't even know we were doing that. Well, yay us. That's nice. <laughs> whoever whoever sets that. So I guess it's set, it writes out on your screen. Yeah. Is that you, Marissa? Uh, it is not. Okay. <laughs> but it looks like this. She came walking in and, Yeah. All right, so on uh, on the little info sheet, it says, yeah, or not sheet, screen, whatever. So when it comes up, can we put butthole up there? <laughs> I, if we have access to that, we could put... Once the what, pandemic clears. Whatever we want. We will... Butthole! 
We will take advantage of that. And then speaking of buttholes, uh, this text says, on this day seven years ago, you guys busted an old boyfriend of mine on the toilet with an Irish pipe and drum band for his birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you again for that. I don't remember uh, that at all. I don't either. Uh, Was that a a wake-up call? It had had to be a wake-up call. Okay. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Uh, anyway, bizarre file. Let's yeah. uh, let's do this. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's bizarre, bizarre file. I think I may have mentioned this, but I was I was doing this Facebook Live thing last night, and and somebody had said mentioned. Well, I bet you know I bet the bizarre file stories are great right now with coronavirus, and I said, you know what? It's actually one of the un- unexpected casualties. Of the uh, of this whole outbreak has been uh, the lack of goofy news stories coming up. I have a hard time finding them. I only found a handful last night. I, thankfully, I hang on to a lot just in in such occasions. It'll uh, eventually come back around, but right now it's they're kind of tough to find. Yeah, uh, but I'll, I'll keep doing my digging. You do what you do. How about this? You do you. What was intended to be a lesson in Revolutionary War history turned out to be a tutorial in why not to drive drunk for a presenter who police say showed up inebriated at Spofford Pond School in England. The judge ordered Dennis Cormier uh, to submit a daily alcohol screening after he arrived at an elementary school wearing full regalia and registered a blood alcohol level of 0.2%. Yeah, that's pretty lit. Yeah, the 60-year-old was 30 minutes late to set up for his presentation to the 6th graders. He was unloading boxes from his car when he was asked to leave. Uh, The police chief uh, said... I I gotta teach the good kids today. Said uh, Brian Neely responded to the the school at the request of the principal when Neely asked uh, Cormier... If he had anything to drink, Cormier told him he only had coffee. Neely then observed Cormier put his hand into the right pocket of his vest. When the officer asked him to remove his hand, Neely reached into the pocket and retrieved an empty bottle of sea ice vodka. Uh, The breathalyzer test, he blew a uh, .205%. Police said his eyes were glassy and bloodshot. Uh, And because Cormier told school faculty members he was stuck in traffic... And that others saw him driving. They had probable cause to make an arrest and charge him with operating under the influence of alcohol. What was the presentation on again? He was... Uh, the Revolutionary yeah, War. Yeah. Uh, a fifth of liquor and a tall Budweiser can were in plain view in his car as well. Whoops. <laughs> One woman in southeast Portland, Oregon, did not leave her local Chuck E. Cheese happy, and she's suing for damages. Uh, as Sharina Scott was feeding tickets into a machine... In exchange for prizes, you know, the the, yeah. ticket, the ticket muncher. That's how you redeem them. All right. At one of the chain's Oregon locations, and her hair got caught oh. in the equipment. Oh, no. oh my God. Oh, wow. And she was left without any assistance for 20 minutes. Her oh, hair was caught in that thing. As a result, uh, she's suing CEC Entertainment for $1,000, citing negligence and Jeez. insufficient warning signs. She got a poster of Eric Estrada, though. Uh, the complaint asks for $1,000 as well as a jury trial and the installation of more adequate signage in front of the machines. Warning, might rip your hair off. Her hair was stuck until defendant's employee was finally able to get it out, causing uh, the plaintiff injuries, including pain, discomfort, distress, and headaches. So, got to be careful. Uh, within hours of her release, Monday from the county jail, authorities called caught a Wichita woman Inside the downtown historic county courthouse, eating stolen Girl Scout cookies and blaring Cardi B. <laughs> Authorities discovered Laura Christine 
Folo's nighttime caper when she pulled a fire alarm at 3 a.m. and drew the attention of courthouse security staff. Officers rushed to the building after the alarm sounded and found the 47-year-old inside rummaging through offices on the second and third floors. She was also scarfing down the cookies and playing music by the popular female rapper on a courthouse computer. What's your sound? Uh, Law enforcement promptly hauled her back to jail. Uh, She had been freed from the Sedgwick County Jail at about 10 p.m. Monday when she crossed Main Street and then broke into the historic courthouse through a window. So she was leaving jail, Mm -hmm. went straight across to the courthouse and broke in and started eating the cookies and listening to Cardi B. Now that's a plan. Uh, Wichita police arrested and jailed her on Monday for shoplifting cell phones, screen protectors, and headphones from the Verizon store. I don't think she's getting it, right? No, I don't think she quite understands it. Uh, and then we'll do one more story. The toilet paper drought is leading to costly drain blockages in Victorian sewers. Water and waste service provider uh, Colibin Water said on yeah. Tuesday the flushing of toilet paper alternatives is creating waste water spills of up to 20,000 liters. Supermarkets across Australia have sold out of toilet paper as people panic by. When people turn to uh, tissues, wet wipes, and even paper towels when they visit the loo, an extensive and expensive cleanup will follow. And they're having issues with this in Australia. Most of these products are designed to absorb water, not break down. Yeah. And they block the system and cost customers money. So like drapes and things, as we said before. Don't uh, flush them. Yeah, shoes. Uh, the company reminds, yeah, flip flops. Remember, yeah, flip flops. Uh, the company reminds customers only the three P's can be flushed: pee, poop, and toilet paper. Uh, the company estimated the consequence of sewer spills to cost around one point four million dollars of customer money each year. So, reminding people only flush toilet. The three P's, right? Three P's, kinda. Yeah, sort of. P and a T. And there you go. That's what I have in the bazaar this morning. Uh, by the way, we got a uh, an email uh, from Anthony, who is our or no, it says here. Hold on, we got an email from one of our two of our March Sadness uh, winners. One of them says, "Hey, Marissa, this is from Anthony. Had a great time today in the B ball tournament. In light of everything that's going on in the world right now, that was really great, and it was awesome to laugh and participate in the event. I love the station. You guys are the best." Good luck and stay healthy. So that's from Anthony, who won. He won the whole thing. Nice. Or, is he the one who won? Yeah, he's one. Yep, he's one of the winners. And then James, the guy who called from work, he wants a rematch. Okay, oh. listen. So, yep. Wow. Uh, we are in the early stages of the sport that is sweeping the nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there are going to be developments. I would listen around the clock yep. to make sure that you don't <laughs> miss a moment. Yep. Twenty four seven. Around the clock. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. At least have someone listening. Right, exactly. Like a phone chain. Since you're all at home, perhaps in shifts. It's not just the nation either, right? I mean, like, there's not a lot of sports in the world right now. Yeah, agreed. I didn't want to be quite that bold this morning, but, yeah, it may very well have been the only sport in the world taking place. I mean, wow. And if it was the world. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. It's a universe. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't go universe. Maybe just galaxy. Stick to the galaxy. Well, we don't know because we don't know. There there could be, I mean, we, we, you know, certainly at some point we believe a disease wiped out the aliens on Mars. That's why they had to come here. You saw that documentary. But solar system for sure. For sure. There's nobody else playing sports in the solar system. Let's not be pompous. Uh, (laughs) So we're going to take a break. Uh, We're going to come back in a moment and we'll see if you've been paying attention this morning. We'll have a lesson question. We'll do trash. We'll do music news and those things. Stay with us. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
And as I've said uh, throughout the morning, it's a beautiful looking day. Uh, looking at uh, sunny skies right now. Some clouds coming in later on. The high's going to be about 60 degrees. Crazy temperatures coming up, right? Yeah, morning tomorrow, a little bit of rain and then a high of 60. And then Friday, cloudy and 75. So not too bad. But by the weekend, we're dipping back down. And uh, by the time we get to Sunday, we won't even get out of the 40s. So All right. uh, it's this up and down thing. But uh, we'll take 75 on Friday, man. Nothing wrong with that at all. Um, today's lesson question. Uh, the prize we have is MLB The Show. To, uh, the Show 20. I almost said 2.0. The Show 20. Um, and we need the correct answer to this question if you've been listening. Uh, we have a couple of good things we could go with all right, so this is, you said this very quickly, Steve. But let's try this. The bachelor is afraid to go outside because he doesn't want to encounter what? <laughs> Not the pandemic. Oh yeah. What was it? Two one five two six three WMMR. The bachelor right. is afraid to go outside because he doesn't want to encounter what? It's not the pandemic. But if you heard it, it was something like that. Two one five two six three. WMMR's number, and while you are calling in to win, we will do the track. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And what do we have this morning, Steve? Well, the Archduke of Austria, Carl von Habsburg, is the first royal to be diagnosed with the coronavirus. Habsburg says he knows many are disappointed that he is the first royal to be diagnosed and says he tried desperately to get a more famous royal infected. Oh, my God. Jared Leto was completely unaware of the coronavirus pandemic uh, while he was on a 12-day silent meditation in the desert. We talked about this. Leto says the uh, closest he came to any communication of any kind was when he was tripping on peyote and a roadrunner told him a racist joke. Hey! (laughs) And finally, Catherine McVie and David Foster have announced that they're going live on Instagram every day to perform shows for fans who are stuck at home. Fans have immediately responded en masse, with many of them saying, eh, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> and that's your Hollywood track. All righty. Let's uh, see what we can find on the phones. If somebody knows the answer to this question, the bachelor's afraid to go outside because he doesn't want to encounter what? It's not the pandemic. So I'll go to Aaron for the answer. Hey, Aaron, how you doing? Hey, bitches, what's happening? Yo, bud. All right, want to know what the uh, bachelor's afraid to go outside of because he doesn't want to encounter this. What is it? Pancetta. Pancetta. <laughs> You're correct, Aaron. Hang on a second. He's scared of it. He's just scared. I love pancetta. It's awesome. So good. All right, Aaron, we're going to give you MLB, the show 20. Experience quicker batting, pitching, and fielding. An expansive RPG experience. New showdown and league modes. And for the first time ever, full minor league roster MLB, the show 20. Uh, it's what your baseball dreams are made of. Welcome to the show. Rated E for everyone. You can get it now at theshow.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Let me get my stories here. Stories at the ready. Let me go with this one. The organizers of three major rock festivals all scheduled to take place in May. Sonic Temple, Welcome to Rockville, and Epicenter say that they are, quote, assessing the situation very carefully with regards to whether the festivals can go forward. They're considering the pancetta. They are considering the pancetta, (laughs) yes. Uh, Epicenter is scheduled to take place... May 1st through the 3rd in Concord, North Carolina. Welcome to Rockville. May 8th through the 10th, Daytona Beach. 
Sonic Temple, May 17th through the 19th, Columbus, Ohio. Now, Metallica is slated to headline Epicenter. And welcome to Rockville. Doing two sets at each event, the band pulled out of Sonic Temple so that James Hetfield can attend a recovery-related event following his stint in rehab last fall. Red Hot Chili Peppers and Tool have taken the band's place on that bill. And a number of festivals, including Coachella, South by Southwest, have already been canceled. So, not to throw anything out there, but we've had many questions about MMRBQ, and I'm certain assessments are taking place as we speak. Uh, so we have no answers for you at this point. Obviously, if you got tickets, hang on to them. And I if propose, something comes up, we'll let you know. Last night, Preston, on Twitter, a make good show that if we aren't able to do it, and we're not saying we're not, we're going to find out how everything goes with the barbecue. What about a night called Kathy Romano Sings Eddie Money? Oh. <laughs> In like October or November. And the audience, the Twitter reaction was very positive for it. Yeah, what would you think of that, Kathy? Yeah, sure. I'll invite my friends. We'll sing together. Uh, we could actually, the, the suggestion was to make it a double bill. I sing the James Bond catalog, the songs <laughs> of James. And that's a hell of a show. It is. It I is. love it. I love it. Uh, let me move along. Uh, when Tool and Allison changed tour together on 1993, it just like a Ronnie <laughs> Did I get you? That was yes. good. That was right. good. <laughs> Perfect. Exactly how we do it. All right. I'll come back to that story in a minute. It was, I, I have a, a coronavirus went up next and it wouldn't have been appropriate okay. to do it in there. Right. So Andrew Watt, uh, who produced. What? co-wrote and played guitar on Ozzy Osbourne's new album, Ordinary Man, says that he has tested positive for COVID-19 coronavirus. Watt said that he received his test results on Monday after first showing signs that he was ill back on March 6th. He's unsure how he got the virus. He wrote, 12 days ago, I started feeling like I was hit by a bus, couldn't move out of my bed for days, started to run a fever. Uh, I was seen by a doctor at my house who told me that I am positive for the regular flu, and there's no way that I could have COVID-19 as I haven't left the country, and all I do is go to the studio and go straight home. I told my friends I had been working with and anyone close to me that I'm laid out with the flu and quarantined myself. None of them even had a sniffle. Watt says that uh, the chills, sweats, and fever did not stop despite the medication and that he developed a cough. He wrote, I immediately rushed to the emergency room. Begged to be tested for COVID-19 as this flu was not subsiding. I was turned down for the test because of federal regulations. A private doctor was finally able to test my uh, me himself. And yesterday afternoon came back positive COVID-19. Yeah, yeah. Watt added that his fever has abated and his appetite has returned, but that he finds it difficult to breathe as a result of develop, developing pneumonia. Uh, he remarked, I'm 29 years old. I'm a healthy young man, and uh, I'm going to get through this no matter what. I'm going to make a full recovery, but there are so many people in my life and in the world that could possibly not get through this due to their age and or compromised immune system. Watt wrote uh, that people must stay inside, stay sanitized, and added that uh, to have a mentality, I'm young, this can't affect me, is just straight up stupid and so dangerous to everyone around you. So, cautionary tale. All right, uh, Jacoby Shaddix has confirmed that the band, Papa Roach, has plans to celebrate the 20th anniversary of its breakthrough album, Infest, this year, but has declined to spell out exactly what's involved. He vaguely suggested that the band could be re-recording material from the Infest days, saying, we just did some re-recording of the earlier music. Uh, There's some remixes and that kind of stuff, just because we're out of contact, uh, out of contract with the old music. He also hinted that the same uh, uh, 
documentary that bases uh, Tobin Esperance spoke about in an earlier interview. Uh, and he said, we're putting together a piece, kind of a look back to the years and recap those moments. So maybe a documentary is taking place. Uh, when Tool and Alice in Chains toured together on the 1993 edition of Lollapalooza, late Alice in Chains singer Lane Staley would occasionally join Tool on stage for the title track uh, from Tool's 1992 EP, Opiate. That's pretty cool. Uh, they did the same thing at Lollapalooza, a post-Lollapalooza festival in Hawaii on August 15, 1993, where a fan caught the collaboration on video, and so that footage has now surfaced online. Ah. So you want to see Lane Staley performing with Tool, that's now available. That's pretty cool. Uh, we played this earlier. Bono uploaded a new piano ballad for the people of Italy who are currently quarantined due to coronavirus. Uh, he posted a message to fans on the band's uh, Instagram account saying, for the Italians who inspired it, for the Irish, for anyone who the St. Patrick's Day is in a tight spot and still singing, for the doctors, nurses, careers of the front line, it's you we are singing to. And he said on film, a little postcard from Dublin on the St. Patrick's Day, a little tune made up here about an hour ago. This one is for all of us, and we're, we're just on a big ball floating through space. It's called Space People. So uh, that's a new one from, uh, from Bono. Uh, and then uh, the Rolling Stones postponed the band's upcoming no filler filter uh, North American uh, stadium dates. Uh, fans are urged to hold on to their tickets pending further news regarding rescheduled shows. So far, no makeup dates have been announced. And uh, just for a trip down memory lane, we have Kathy's Just Like Ronnie Sand uh, <laughs> messages. I look uh, honestly look for a full blown concert announcement the- soon. And this is, um, I believe it's my friend calling me, my friend Amy. Okay. Uh, she used to live in Colorado. She's since moved back, but this is how we would call each other. End of message. End of message. Just like Ronnie said, I said it just like Ronnie said, be my little baby. End of message. I'm not sure if you've heard, but just like Ronnie said, I just like Ronnie said. Didn't know if you heard what he said, so call me back. Bye. End of message. I said it just like Ronnie said. End of message. I can feel you breathe. I can feel your heartbeat faster, faster. Take me home tonight. I don't want to let you go till you see the light. Take me home tonight. Listen, honey, just like a rising. Be my little baby. Be my little darling. I feel hunger. End of message. Hey, it's me. What are you doing this weekend? Those are some of the best things in life. Yeah. yeah. The, those little things the you thing do. that you share with that person. With that one person, right? Mm-hmm. You heard about those guys who had like a 20-year game of tag going sure. on. Yeah. They made a movie that, out of it. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, Shinless List. Yeah. No, it was, that was called, not it was the called movie. Tag. Yeah, he kept the list of people he's playing tag with. <laughs> yeah. Am I misremembering that? Yeah, I yes. think you are. Yeah. You're okay. right. Dear yes, God. You yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who's on your list? Who's playing the game? That's a terrible oh, version. Dad. Don't play that game. What were you going to say? I don't. Just move on. Does she call you anymore? Kathy? 
Uh, yes, she has since moved home, um, so we actually get to see each other uh, more often. But yes, she will still call him, and we still have that. When he died, tell her to leave the message. I again, will, please. I will. When Maybe. he when he died, she um, she like messaged me and was like, "Oh my god, this is we. How do we honor him?" Just like <laughs> <laughs> kind of I like that case. Just like Ronnie said. Uh, all right, we need to take a break, and we need to get a winner for the secret text word. So, Kathy, what number caller you want to go with today? I am going to go with caller number six. All right, uh, caller number six, 215-263-WMMR. You need to know the secret text word. So let's get you on board. We'll take a break and come back and ready to wrap things up and give that away, too. Stay with us. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. We're about ready to wrap for the day. Preston, do you notice outside our windows here, the construction workers are performing a Cirque du Soleil routine. <laughs> They've got, actually, they replaced a window that was broken, but they all have these harnesses hooked up to keep them falling out the uh, the deal. Mm-hmm. And it looks kind of interesting. Yeah. Okay, this is a little bit distracting, I have to say. Yeah. All right, uh, I would like to get a winner for our secret text for this morning. We were looking for caller number six. We have a caller number six, and that caller is Matt. Good morning to you, Matt. How are you doing? I'm good, brother. Thank you. All right, Matt Bo, what is the secret text word, please? It is suds. Suds, yes. So we got a case of beer for Matt. <laughs> uh, we are going to give him a case of Sly Fox. Pikeland uh, Pills, a classic Pilsner brewed with uh, German and Czech hops for a crisp, dry beer uh, that pairs well with any springtime get-together. And Sly Fox Fixed Tap Rooms are open to provide beer beer and uh, food to go. And our other winner is Erica Deaver from Douglasville, PA. So, Erica. Let's go drink some beer. Erica is also going to get the case of Sly Fox. So thank you. Which is a beer. It is apparently beer. Yeah. All right. uh, Thank you to our brave competitors this morning (gasps) for March Sadness. Sensational new sport. Surely you've heard about the sport that we've determined is. The only sport being played in the world. That is correct. Now, I've forgotten everybody's names. It was Paul and Anthony, for sure. And James and Jugdish? And Jugdish, Jugdish and, and Lonnie. And Clayton. <laughs> uh, but uh, they were great. It was a lot of fun, and I can't believe the technology worked out. I mean, I, I shouldn't say it that way, because Nick Murphy was behind it, and he's a very dependable guy. But, but we are part of it, and when we are part of it, it Fs up. So people, even people who are, are wonderful and competent get tainted by their association with us. Did I say Anthony? I meant Andrew. Sorry. Anthony. Oh, Anthony the, was in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. He won. Anthony and Paul and Andrew and the other guy. Yeah. Uh, so. Jugdish and Lonnie. James. Yeah. <laughs> James. So thank you guys. It was a lot of fun. We, we, we'll we have to do that in some capacity again. Sometime. Oh, we're going to explore all the boundaries. Yeah. Uh, Pierre Robert is here. How are you today? Fine, thank you. Fine, thank you. Wonderful. Lovely day outside. Nice. We um, can use a lovely day. You know, I uh, CNN has this great show on Sunday mornings on the media. Um, it's called uh, Reliable Sources, and they they study the media coverage of the news and uh, do so pretty objectively. And uh, at the end of it, the host, this guy Brian Stelter, said, "Now we're talking about um, 
social distancing, social distancing. He said, but here's an idea with all the social media that we have. Let's stop saying that. and Let's just say physical distancing, because socially ah. we still can hook up. And I really like that. I thought that made a lot of sense. That's an interesting um, look at it. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah. physically, we can't, um, you know, all seven of us sleep in the same bed anymore. No, no. Um, you know, and, um, you know. I have a new word for it. Yeah. Pud. Right, Preston? <laughs> Pud's a great word. We've been trying to bring back pud in some form mm-hmm. or another. Yep. And now we can call that the, the where you use social media to connect without necessarily being physical. We're putting. That's a movie with uh, Paul uh, Newman. <laughs> it's HUD. HUD. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. It's just seeing if you're paying attention. HUD. HUD. I, I like that one. idea because, honestly, we're going to rely on that more and more now yeah. as, uh, you know, with these artists, you, you know, stepping up and providing content <laughs> and right? What a PUD. <laughs> I just love saying that word. Good. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, the um, I, like Marissa, I watched the uh, Dropkick Murphy show last night, and it was great. At seven o'clock, they broadcast from somewhere I don't know where it was in Boston, uh, and they did a whole set and played three new songs, including a funny, cool new one called "Mick Jones uh, Nicked My Pudding." Um, one of their friends had been in a studio where Mick Jones from the Clash was also recording, and he went to the refrigerator in the kitchen of the studio, and Mick Jones had um, had was eating his pudding. Ah. And he said, we had a song in 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's Mick cool. Jones nicked my pudding. Nice. Um, I love that. But uh, they did a great, great set, and uh, Marissa was right. Every so often you'd hear the crew clapping in the background. But, um, you know, it, kudos to them for, you know, caring enough about their fans. They've been doing St. Patty's shows for 24 years in... Uh, Boston, their hometown, and uh, so they didn't stop the tradition. So there you That's go. Cool. Do you think? Do you think when this is settled? Because we've talked about this, we've been talking about, and we obviously we keep saying it because it's a, it's a mantra well worth repeating. That we will get through this, and we'll get out of this, right. and, and they'll they'll you know, and, and this is not the first pandemic that we've had, and we'll we'll there'll be there'll be more sadly, but this is this may reset things in certain ways, like, for example, with the delivery of movies that are being released and if people want to access them for a certain price at home. Concerts, perhaps, there may be a a new way to present concerts to people, you know, that vis-a-vis different routes that, you know, there may be a reconsidering of how the business is conducted in general, you know, and ways to access things. I would, uh, I would, I would uh, find that a sad day if that yeah. comes to pass. I like a communal gathering. I like the communal gathering of a concert. Uh, I still, I mean, I, I get the value of watching a movie at home, but I like going to a movie theater. Uh, I like people working not at home, but in a in, in a communal workspace. Yes, no, I, um, there's a lot to be lost on some level, but for some people, for the per- for the percentage of people. You'll always have that and that, that feel, need to be around other people and uh, consume something with other people and get the reaction. Uh, but, you know, to, to provide options for people who aren't necessarily able to do that, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. certainly a possibility. Yeah. Um, we shall see. Yep. Uh, we also need to see what the letter is, if you're ready for that. I am. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. R as in rock and roll. All right, two more letters to go. Then you get the four-pack of reserve seats to see Incubus with 311 and Bad Flower. Sunday, August 23rd, BB&T Pavilion. Tickets are on sale now. You can get complete details at the MMR concert calendar, WMMR.com. Kathy, did you have something you wanted to add? 
Uh, no, it's something we can talk about tomorrow. I'll bring it up to okay. you guys later. I just said she looked yep. like she wanted to talk about something. You talk about Corona activities? Uh, well, yeah, tomorrow? we we can definitely do that. Okay, right. cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'll be a What? Nice Where did that come from? <laughs> oh, it's it a new feature. Kyle, Kyle, our jingle maker. <laughs> wow. Kyle McCarty. Things wow. that you can do uh, while you are holed up if you have to be. By the way, Steve, I loved yesterday when you referred to um, the experience you've been through with cancer and looked at it now in the rearview mirror. Yeah. And it, it's a great perspective. We've all had crises in our lives. We've all had huge bumps in our roads of our travels. And when we've gotten through them and gotten to the other side, we go, well, wait a minute. I did that. And it's now back there, back there in the rearview mirror. So similarly, we can do this. Uh, yes, true. True. Okay, that was a really good point. Always good to remember. Thank you. What is on the program today, sir? Tanks for asking. You're welcome. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, uh, I will nothing. have a workforce block of Allison Chains. Jerry Cantrell <laughs> has a birthday. I've got a Cinderella block. Jeff Labar of that band has a birthday. I almost scratched my nose, but you're not supposed to touch your face. And um, scratch his nose. Come here. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> Give Nick a light beer. He'll do it then. Um, and then um, I got a block of the Talking Heads, and I'm going to play a couple of songs from the David Byrne production on Broadway, oh, cool. uh, which is just brilliant. And I did see the last uh, day, as I told you about, and I've got the soundtrack, and there's some really, really cool versions of great Talking Heads songs. Did, did you see him on uh, SNL a few weeks ago? I missed that. It, it was, was great. great. It was so well done, and he did two songs, uh, and I don't know if they mirror, because I have not seen the live production, and who knows when I will see the live production, but they, it just was really well done, and just... Rein, you know, reinforce the fact that I'm a Talking Heads fan. It was cool to see that stuff again. The, so many great songs. Yeah. By the way, did we find the uh, the sound uh, the 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 clip of uh, Pat's Chili Dogs? The, uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because you might want to use this because you talk about Cinderella. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I have to get to it again. All right, no problem. Yeah, it, it will take find me very it long. and forward it over to me. Yes. Anything? You don't have it. I, I, I don't not. even know what you're it, talking about. It's, uh, no, the, the, the band Cinderella did a uh, jingle for Here It Is. Yeah, there was a it was a hot dog joint in Philly called, uh, or it might have been in Delco. Delaware County, yeah, called Pat's Chili Dogs. <laughs> wow. And they actually did it. They, they created a, a jingle for them. Wow. Yeah, we're watching the video of it right now. That it's pretty brilliant. wild, isn't it? All right. Good. <laughs> Thank you. Anything else? Uh, Talking Heads, uh, Alice in Chains, and Cinderella, and that's where we're going. I love yes. it. Yes. All right. Uh, let me thank our sponsor. President Steve Show has been brought to you today by St. Mary Medical Center on a mission to solve cardiovascular problems. StMaryHealthcare.org. Uh, tomorrow morning, we're going to do a check-in with Burt Kreischer. We've been spending a lot of time with Burt Kreischer. Uh, but we just would like to, uh, you know, we're, we're calling in friends, see how they're doing, what's going on, how's their life being impacted. Uh, so we'll talk to Bert tomorrow. His special just came out on Netflix. Absolutely. And uh, Jack Osborne is going to be checking in with us tomorrow, too. So we'll have those things and more with your Corona activities and more. That's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we will see you tomorrow, my friend. The Greston and Steve love you. hate you. Live. You know what I've noticed in the midst of all of this craziness? When you go to the supermarket, the one thing that remains true and present on each aisle is mushroom-flavored tomato sauce. Why does nobody like that? Next method. Steve, you, you make every day here so much wider. Next message. There's about five other cars on the road today, and I have to be behind the one doing 30. 
The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR Rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. This is Norris Howard from Checkpoint XP on Campus, your number one resource for college esports in the world beyond. Whether it's finding out who Maryville stomps out next in League of Legends or whoever the top school is in college Call of Duty, we have the rundown for you. Get the Checkpoint XP on Campus podcast at bpodstudios.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.